How do you learn who you really are? It's not found in books. It's found on the battlefield. So... Uh, welcome back to the Battlefield of Mind. This is Rick. And again, I'm here with Christina Robertson from Happy Spouse, Happy House. Christina, give them a quick rundown on who the heck you are, and then we're going to go bombing on men and women's problems today. All right. My name is Christina Robertson, y'all. I am a mom and a wife. We've got five kids. We homeschool. We live in southeastern Arkansas. We moved from the hustle and bustle of northern Virginia, just 20 miles out of D.C., uh, we were tired of that suburban uh, city life, so we decided to move to smaller town, southern living. Um, I am a content creator, influencer, and marriage guru slash coach. We love helping couples in their day-to-day life, just help them restore their marriage and become better. The issues that are going on today is that marriage is is now being portrayed as something that's bad. And, you know, it's like the end of your life and you get into it and you get sucked into this you know, ball and chain and all this stuff society says, but really it's a beautiful blessing. You just got to know what to do and how to do it. Right. But most of us were never taught that most of us were never taught how to be married. I mean, if you really think about it, none of us were said, this is how you do it. Right. We were just kind of figuring it out as we go. So a couple of years ago, we were just struggling with some things and we just realized that our marriage was not in a good place and we just need to fix it. So we just started coming on social media and sharing what we learned. And it turned into a whole big thing. And that wasn't even the goal. But now we're t- trying to take things and help as many couples as possible. So I'm just super excited to be here. And thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you on. Let's rock and roll. Let's just jump in and get some teeth into some stuff. All, All right. right. Christina, today's society, killing marriages. Women are doing their things. Guys are doing their things. Now, I work with men and you represent our women. Let's go ahead and say, what grinds my gears that needs to be worked on? If you can make some wishes and we can go ahead and fix some shit, what would you start with? Okay, first of all, we have an issue in this society with lack of accountability. Let's be real, okay? We're always in the mindset of defensiveness and deflectiveness. And I want you guys to know that everything that I talk about in terms of the negative things, I was that person, okay? I will confidently say I was a bad wife. I can say that now. And I know I was a bad wife. But here's the thing. I think our society makes, I, I don't I don't know what it is about it, but we feel like we can't make mistakes. And if we do, somehow we're just less of a person because we have flaws and mistakes. So women are so hard-pressed on being right being in control and always making sure that everybody else's flaws are seen and pointed out. But when we have to take care of and be accountable for our faults and our actions and our flaws, nope, we can't go there. That's like uncharted waters. We cannot go there. But the thing is, lack of accountability and taking accountability was the thing that literally changed my marriage. My husband, I literally would tell him all the time, you need to change. You need to fix this. You need to do that. And he was actually changing some things and working on things. But me, I was like, he's not changing the way I think he should change. Okay. And so I was getting frustrated because I wanted all these things to change. But, and I was praying, God, fix his heart. God, please change him. And what happened was I realized I had a moment where it was just like, my husband literally told me, I think we should separate. And that, that was gut-wrenching to me. Cause I was like, oh my, this is my best friend. I have five kids with this man. I've been with him for 15 years at that point. I was like, there's no way. Like, 
I'm not going to throw it all away because let's be real. Dating in this society is not for me. It's a no for me, dog. I ain't doing it. It's atrocious. Okay. So I'm like, I'm not, there's no way I'm starting over. So I'm like, what do I need to do? Right. So I'm thinking about it and I'm like, okay, accountability is the one thing I'm lacking. I kept getting so defensive and so deflective as many women do and telling him that it was him. You're the problem. You need to fix you. And when I stopped praying for God to fix him and I started praying for God to fix me and start pointing out the things that I need to take accountability for, that's when I had a whole mindset shift. Like everything just literally went. And I was like, oh my gosh, like when, but it's the, that awareness. I'm a big on awareness. When you're not aware of something, it, it kind of just like goes right over your head, right? But when we become aware of something, it opens a whole new like world that we don't even realize, right? So accountability is number one. Number two, we have got to stop letting our emotions drive us in everything, okay? Our emotions they can fool us, okay? We can feel some type of way. We can feel offended or triggered or upset about something. But the reality is most people don't take the time to pause and think when a situation happens, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know the exact science, but I know that your brain, when it's in a heightened state, it needs like 20 to 30 minutes to calm down, right? Am I right? Like, is that, that's true, right? It's different for different people. It depends on your training level. Um, but gotcha. untrained, it can be even longer. But yeah, um, even with that. even with FBI negotiations, the higher the um, emotions, the lower the rationale. Mm-hmm. And, and so when somebody is leading with emotions, they're most likely going to be making erratic decisions and doing things that aren't tactical. They're reckless, and it may take a while to get clarity on so untrained, it's probably longer than 30 minutes. With awareness and training, it can be around 30. And the more you do repetition and practice with uh, tactical practice, you can get it down to like five minutes. Absolutely. And and that's one muscle. I like to I like to refer to these things as the muscles you work out, right? When you want to build and bulk, go to the gym. So a muscle that we as women have to work on is our emotional maturity. I'm sorry, ladies. I love you. And anything I say is not meant to condemn you or judge you. It's meant to just wake you up. Okay. And again, I have been there. We're emotionally mature. If they get offended, that's good because it shows them the part they need to work on. So if they're getting, if they're getting upset about what you're saying, it's not because you're being something that they're going to blame, throw or judge. It's because it's revealing them to themselves and they don't like being exposed. And so it's the area they need to heal. Absolutely. So, you know, I used to get really upset, offended and triggered over everything. Like, y'all, some of the comments I'm seeing on my on my platforms, it would have made me cry. Like, literally, I would have bailed out and cried in a corner. But now I'm like, you know what? It's all about perspective. Okay, perspective and awareness two two big things. But when we as women deal with situations, if we are in a heightened state of emotion all the time, we will not make rational decisions. I mean, you even said it yourself, Rick, like it takes that training. And so once I started to work that muscle and realize that, hey, my emotions are something that I can control. Now, in, in, a, in a situation where like your adrenaline's pumping or something scary happens, like something actually scary, not something we make up in our head happens, we have to work that muscle to say, okay, is this an actual fear that's that I'm creating or is this an actual dangerous situation because fear and danger are two different things right fear is what we create danger is what we experience so um I I just had to realize that hey just because I'm feeling some type of way about something doesn't mean I have to react on it doesn't mean that 
Not saying that your emotions aren't valid because they are valid, but you have to wonder why am I feeling this way? So I always tell women, couples, because I, I talk to men too, right? You have to ask yourself in a situation, why are you triggered? Why are you offended? Why are your emotions high in this? Is it because of past trauma? Is it because of something you've dealt with? Is it something that a fear that you're creating in your mind, right? But once I was able to really get a rein on that, like my husband and I went from weeks of fighting to like, we can have a whole argument and resolve it in 30 minutes. Like just because I myself calmed down because let's be honest, ladies, when we are talking to our spouse and they say something, we automatically want to be like, oh no, 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 that's not how it is. And we want to have a rebuttal. The problem with communication is most people aren't communicating correctly because they're replying with the intent to respond, not listening, right? Or they're listening with the intent to respond, not to actually listen and comprehend, right? So we as women have to be able to stop, listen, comprehend what they're saying, and actually like not twist what they're saying either, right? I know a lot of men that are like, hey, I don't even want to say anything to my wife or bring things up or how do I send this video without sending this video? Because they know that it's going to trigger something, right? But if we don't start the topics. Christina, is it okay if I slow you down for a second here? Because sure. I'm starting to see the pattern for how you rock and roll. And okay. we've got like 10 subjects that you just breezed through very quickly that each could be their own thing. So- okay. I can see that you've got a wealth of knowledge you can't wait to just uppercut, and I love it. But let's unpack a couple of these at a time here so we can do some, um, because I can see we got a lot of cool shit to go into. Let's go back. I'm going to go back to your beginning when you get into like um, like the elements of just the what marriage is and then how the accountability part I want to get into like with my women. I have a women's group that I've been working with for a while and I just rebooted it. And the, the foundational pieces for me are authenticity, accountability, empathy. There are three mm-hmm. things that today's societal women are missing completely. So I'm with you when you said accountability is one of the ones. I'm right there with you. Women gaslight their own introspection. Now, if you watch me on other shows, this is, I've been saying this for a long time. This means even my 15-year-old, she's 16 now, said it. She was like, us women are fantastic at everyone else's truth. We'll gossip, we'll share it, we'll talk about it, we'll judge it. Really great at everybody else's truth. Absolutely horrendous at our own. Uh, Absolutely. The accountability element can't be there because they'll gaslight their introspection. So if one girl is out, I don't know, being highly promiscuous or, you know, putting herself out there in, in, you know, some sort of a sexual way. Well, she's just about her business or she's living her best life. But if another girl does it, she's a slut, she's a whore, she's just an attention seeker, and she'll judge in a very different way. But the very same behavior is called something very different. And the same thing with how you treat your spouse. Other women are just bad wives, but me, I'm the best. Well, how did you get your fucking trophy? (laughs) Well, I made it myself. Mm Well, how do we measure that you're the best wife? Well, because I'm always trying to get him to be better and tell him what to do. I'm like, sounds like you're just not fun to be around. Yep. So how do we get this trophy? Unfortunately, um, a lot of women feel like it's a lot about operating in the wrong roles. Okay. So 
again, you'll find from me, I'm very big on the Bible and Jesus and the whole thing. Okay. I'm not a Bible thumper. I won't throw it in your face, but I'm going to tell you it's a guidebook. Okay. It really does have all the things you need to know. And the problem that I was facing is I didn't understand roles and responsibilities. I didn't understand. I understood masculine and, and feminine, but when you really think about it, a lot of women are operating way too much in the masculine. They're trying to take control. They're trying to be the head of the household. They're trying to do all these things. Mm -hmm. So you can't sit here and, and like, okay, I I want to operate in these, these fashions, but I also want to be that trophy wife. And I want to be able to be put on a pedestal and I want to be seen as this great wife, but I'm not willing to do the things. Mm -hmm. I actually made a video um, that talked about a lot of women want to be married, but they don't necessarily want to be a wife because there's a difference. Okay. Yeah. We obsess over the wedding and the dress and all the things. And we want to, and we want our special day, but then like us, a, a flip switches when we get married, something happens where we're like, Ooh, I'm married now. I got the prize. Right. So now I'm just cohabitating with my spouse and I can just continue to do what I want. Do men do this too? Absolutely. But we're talking about women here, but still you have to think about this. I'm always like, okay, we think that when we get married, that that's when it stops. Like, okay, we don't have to get to know our spouse anymore. We don't have to date our spouse anymore. We don't have to do any of those things anymore because we already won the prize. But in actuality, we need to do those things even more intentionally. We need to more intentionally get to know our spouse, date our spouse, learn about our spouse. Because I don't know about you, but I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago. So if you're still living each day of your life in your marriage and you're not getting to know your spouse and who they are, then you might be missing out on them as a person. Like, again, I'm not the same person. 10 years ago, I was childish and immature and stupid. I lived in the suburbs. I, I went off convenience. And now I own chickens. I homeschool my children. Like, I'm a totally different person, right? I'm, I'm totally different. But I had to understand that what I need to do as a wife isn't necessarily going to be just, I just cook and I just clean and all I do is take care of my children and, and that's it. Like I actually have to be a participant in the marriage. Like mm -hmm. so many people, they say marriage is 50, 50. That's total bullshit. You're not, it's not 50, 50. It's a hundred, hundred. Okay. It's supposed to be anyways, we're, but we're stacking Christina. I'm, I, you're going, you're going so fast. But I'm you sorry. Have, I'll no, 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 you don't feel sorry. You just you're hitting bombs and then breezing by the bombs. I'm like, well, okay. hold on. Some of these really need to be broken down because they're okay. very, very critical to why relationships are falling apart. But we're throwing down answers. I like to throw down solutions. Gotcha. Yep. So let's go into some of these things. There's a few. I have some hard questions. One for you in the future. I'm going to come back to okay. is what's a wife's job? Like, mm -hmm. I, want to be, I want to be married, but I don't want to be a wife. Well, what's a wife's job? That has been a tricky one for my men. We're like, we don't fucking know. Like, they're not doing it. Now, women and their masculine, that's a whole category of things. This yep. means the, the control element. This goes into the triggers that, tr like, that, that get bopped in. That's the uh, fight, flight, freeze, fawn. You're going to start seeing I need control in some way, shape, or form. Now, even in my new book, the control elements are connected to some sort of grieving system. Something is mm -hmm. not right and I need to control it. And I'll use unhealthy behavior to control an unhealthy thing that happened. 
you're going to start watching how people start trying to force control. They give up control. They try to manage control or they'll like just just give up completely. They just cash out. They're done. Like you're watching people do things. Now, I want to get into what's a wife's job, but I also want to get into this element of the 50-50 also. There's, I, I did an entire thing where I had a woman come on our show and mm-hmm. I, sh- I gave her the men's side. And then later on, she just tripled down on, we want an equal partner. We want an equal partner. So I said, well, what does an equal partner look like? And I did an entire list of what does a true 50-50 relationship look like? I'm just going to go ahead and, and, you know, spoiler alert, it works really well in the men's favor. You ladies think you got all the heavy lifting? Let's go ahead and cut it down the middle. And the boys are like, this is vacation. We get hooked up when it gets 50-50. So let's start off with um, one thing, a wife's job. And then I've got a whole bunch of info I've put through my men for like, what's the man's job? What does it mean for a man to be a safe place, right? Well, what's Mm. a woman's job? And then what does it mean to maintain having a safe place. So let's put it in that ballpark right now, because I think this kills marriages, expectations, all these elements that get thrown in. So let's start off with, well, what does it mean if like she has her role as a woman? Well, what's a woman's role as a good wife? What is just that by itself? Okay. So I've had to do a lot of reflection on this and a lot of research on this and just trying to figure out, because here's the thing, society tells us all sorts of things that we're supposed to be. And we're supposed to be keeping up with, you know, feminism and all that stuff and we equal rights and all that stuff. Right. So this isn't to say that you have to do this, like the exact way it's laid out. Like it's not to say that a husband can't be a stay at home dad, or I'm not saying any of those things. Okay. Everyone's situation is different. Everyone's marriage is generally should be should be the same, but the details are different. Like we all fight about the same things. We all go through the same things. The details are just different. So as a wife, we're the nurturers. Okay. We're we're the the ones who are supposed to keep up with the home and make it a safe place for our family, right? Men always say, well, we're outside the home. You're inside the home. My husband actually keeps telling me, well, the house is yours. I'm like, no, the house is ours. And he's like, no, no, no. What you're not understanding is the home is your place. Like that is where you, and not saying like, you need to be in your place. You you belong at home, but more like it's your place to cultivate. It's your, it's your place to make the, the environment and a safe space for your kids, for, for me. So it's not to say that you know, wives, you're only good for cooking, cleaning, taking care of children. It's more the responsibility we have to be, we have to be strong. And I, I think it's crazy to me that women are like, I'm strong and independent woman. I don't need no man. Right. But I'm strong and independent because of my husband, not apart from my husband. So like if anything ever happens to my husband, I can take care of my home. I know plumbing. I know electric. I know things. I know how to change the oil in my car. I know how to do things because my husband's taught it to me. Okay. But I go off the Proverbs 31 woman. Okay. That's just, that's what I go off of. Okay. She is clothed with dignity and strength. She is, she provides for her family. She's an entrepreneur. I'm an entrepreneur, right? I do things to make money still for my family because people are like, oh yeah, husband goes to work. He makes the money. He provides, he protects. Yes. 
Women can also do the same thing in terms of provision, right? We can help out. There's nothing wrong with that. I think when people hear stay-at-home mom, like, oh, she just sits at home and cooks and cleans and takes care of the kids all day. That's all she does. No, like you can work if you want to. The, the thing is, we as women are to help our children grow up. We're supposed to nurture them. We're supposed to teach them. But when we are taken out of the home, We weren't meant to do both. Let's be honest. We weren't meant to work a full-time job and be full-time at home. We weren't created for that. You look back hundreds of years ago, what were the roles? What happened? Women were at home, men went to work. That's not saying that we can't progress and women can't have jobs, okay? Because I know someone's going to come at me for that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying is we have to understand, it depends on what what, what season of life you're in, right? As As a wife, are, is your job to only stay home and, and take care of the kids and and clean and do the things that are needed in the home and you can't do anything else? Absolutely not. Your job is to be your husband's peace, okay? To serve your spouse. People hate when I say that. They literally get all over me. Serving does not mean servitude. Doesn't mean you're a servant or a slave. It means that you are your husband's support and he is your support. You serve each other. That's the problem. We get into this. Oh my gosh. Uh, a video I made went super viral. People are like freaking out about it because like, oh, you lost me when you said serve. Yeah, but serving is something that you're wanting to do. You want to do it. It's not something that you're forced to do or you feel obligated to do. It's something you do because you want to, because you love your spouse. It means taking care of them, supporting them, encouraging them, helping them. Right. It's not it's not meant to be like, you're my slave, shine my shoes and, you know, pick up, pick up after me. Like, that's not what it means. Right. We're also supposed to be the I always say that the woman is like the the neck or the spine because she helps keep the family at right. Right. The he, the husband's the head of the household. He's the head. He makes the major. Well, not that he makes the major decisions, but really he leads and, and makes decisions that benefit the household. Right. But the woman helps keep the family upright because I don't know about y'all, but my husband comes home on certain days and his mental health is not good because of what he's dealing with out in the world. And I have two choices. I can be his peace and create peace or I can be the storm and create chaos. And I created chaos for so long that my husband, any of y'all's husband just sit in the driveway for 15 minutes and they don't want to come inside and they're listening to music or doing something on their phone because they know that the second they walk in the house, they're getting railed. <laughs> like, oh my God, finally you're home. Take this baby. Oh my gosh, I haven't showered all day. Oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. Like, listen, I was that wife. I get it. But my role as a wife is when my husband comes home, I go, okay, babe, I know you had a rough day. I can see it all over you. Let's go take your boots off. Go sit down. You want to watch YouTube? You want to go on TikTok and scroll? I'll bring you something to eat, something to drink, a snack, whatever. And you just decompress. You want to go take a shower? Go take a shower. Decompress. Because then my husband can take a moment to himself from his hard day and he can say, all right, I'm decompressed. Now I can jump in and help you wherever. And I think we just get in this mindset of like, oh my gosh, we're at home with the kids all day. That's what we're supposed to do. And we're tired. When do I get my break? Blah, 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 blah. I hate to break it to y'all. You're never going to get a break till you did. Okay, let's be real. We're going to go and go and go and do the things we have to do because we have to do them. And the more you complain and get upset about all the little things, it's not benefiting you. Okay, so 
it, it really okay some people think that me as a wife I'm not doing what I need to do for my household because I go out and work a job because I worked retail as a. Can can we just go ahead and and stop beating around the bush here? I I have a big comment section. You have a big comment section, right? Mm -hmm. Is is it the guys bombing on you for this one? Um, Is it just men? Men are just pounding on you. Men are just going nuts in your comment section, judging you, telling you you're doing it wrong. You need to do it this way. Is it just the men going nuts in your comment section? No, it's actually the men that are saying, oh, my gosh, you're a great wife. This is a great example. Ladies, you need to watch this. And the women are getting on me. So this is where I'm watching the ladies element of things. Our comment section is generally mostly positive. I have a 50-50 audience, which is super rare. You know, and so it's 50-50, but over 97% of our comments that are negative are all women. And Mm -hmm. we have a small percentage of the white knights who just agree with everything women say. But yeah. mostly anything that has to do with negativity, judging, blaming, shaming, criticizing, saying what you're wrong and you're a fucking bitch for and all that stuff seems to be the ladies with a keyboard. And so yep. if we're going to talk about like, why are we talking so much about women? Ladies, you are revealing yourselves to everyone. This is what happens when you have the microphone. You have a chance to be able to find this level of compassion, understanding, you know, uh, you know, seek to, to connect. You have this nurture, this peace that you can bring. You have all these opportunities to show now that women have a voice, here's how we're going to use it. And now I'm listening to you like people say this and they say this and these people are this. I'm like, is it these people and they and them or is it just the ladies? Because who are you talking about? <laughs> it's mostly women. It's mostly women. There are there are some men, okay? There are some men out there. But it, can I be honest? A lot of it is men operating in their feminine when they're the ones making those comments. So... Those are the, the white knights, the ones who are like, women do everything better. And like, well, did we yeah. ever want to compete or just want a trophy? Right. And here's here's my thing is... There's a reason that we were built different. Everyone's about, we got to be equal. Everything's got to be equal. But let's be honest, it's never going to be fair and it's never going to be equal because we're not supposed to be, uh, don't take my, don't twist this. We're not supposed to be equal. Okay. A man cannot give birth to a baby. Let's be honest. Okay. Women are not as strong as men physically. It's just reality. Okay. It's just reality. But when we get in this like mindset of, well, it has to be fair, it has to be equal, you're gonna, you're gonna disappoint yourself every time because there is no such thing. Because fairness is a matter of perspective. Because something that you might think is fair, I might think is not fair. Well, it's <laughs> it's it's become that. There's a few things that have become perspective. Truth has become subjective. Fairness has become subjective. Um, you know, these roles of the house have become subjective. It's not about fair because fair is equal. Like if I have three and you have three, that's fair. Right. But like, But if I'm bigger than you and I get four and you get two, well, that's not fair, but I'm bigger. Well, I want right. three and you should have three. So then it becomes like the equality element. I do, I do a, a challenge thing where it's like, which one is equal, Christina? You've got three different people. And you got a four foot fence, they all have to get past. Now, one person, they're three feet tall. 
Another person is five foot tall and another person is seven feet tall. Now, is it fair that they all have a four foot fence or should a three foot person get a two foot stool and the seven foot person get on their knees? Now everybody's five feet tall. Which right. one is fair? Mm-hmm. What's equal? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, technically doing it that way. Yeah. Making everybody the equal size. That's fair. Is it? Is it? Or do we all just have different gifts and the three foot guy will dig underneath the fence. The other guy step over and the other one's got to be a little bit more ingenuity yeah. to get through the fence. Like is it's yeah. at, at neck height. And so it's like, mm-hmm. is it really fair that we start chopping knees out and giving step stools or is it just the same fence for all of us and let's use our gifts? Yeah. I mean, I agree because it, that, and that's a great point, honestly, because like you said, we all have different things that we can do better than others. I have a, I can speak on social media and be cool. Some people are scared to death of it. Like, but, but that doesn't mean that somebody who is scared to death of it couldn't become a bigger creator than I am. Right. It's just, we have to do what we can with the opportunities we're given. Right. Sure. Sure. So let's just say somebody's like, it's not fair that you have been doing this for two years and you're ahead of me. I want what you have now. That's not fair. Well, that means chop your knees out so I can have what you have. That doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. You have the I, same I platform. <laughs> this, But again, it's, it's mostly probably going to be ladies who are just making up fairness. Want to mm-hmm. play a fun game? You want to do a really fun game together? I do real, like I do real work. So I, I go and get real numbers here. I made a list because I wanted to see, is it really, let's do the fair. Let's be fair. Okay. And I want you, please, if I say something that triggers like, Oh, add this to the list. Add to my list, please. That would be really cool. Okay. Okay. What is 50-50 look like? Let's say if we go with society's push that women are supposed to be, and I'm going to get to the comparisons for the moms, by the way, for you have to be super mom, you have to be a super model, you have to be a boss babe, you have to be a super wife, you have to be independent, you have to be a leader, you have to do it alone. Like all your kids have to match. Everyone has to have 4.7 GPAs. Nobody ever, you're on vacation all over the world selling million dollar deals just in your sleep. Like all these bullshit comparisons social media creates for ladies. We're going to get to that. But let's go first with the societal push that women can do everything a man can do and better. Let's look if we really make it equal. So I'm going to go through a list our guys had. And then okay. you go ahead and tell me like, mm, let's add this, this to the list or this would be different. Okay. Okay. First one, court systems are no longer favoring women. They're just equal. So dads okay. have just the same fight moms have. So no more calling bullshit, no false accusations. You can't just create an order of protection off of just nothing. You're going to have to have real shit. And whoever the better parent is gets the kids or it's 50-50, period. It is no mom's win. That's gone. The dudes were very okay mm-hmm. with this, by the way, because I got good dads who have to do uphill battles. Yeah, I equal, mean. Equal courts. I agree with that because, honestly, I feel like men are being taken for all that they have in the court system. So for sure. Alimony is and- gone, by the way. That's gone. Uh-huh. There is no such yep. thing because yep. 50-50 is if I work, you work. So there is no alimony. You don't get that anymore. I I mean, honestly, my husband says this all the time. And this is one of those topics that will rattle people is men are better fathers than women. Men, I mean, men are better parents than women. My men just did this. That's on my list. Christina, it's on my, my men. I just did the debate with 30 guys right before this. 
put a pin in that because we're going to go ahead and do some bombs with this. Okay. So you and me, I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Next one. All the bills are split down the middle. It doesn't matter how much you make. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Warrior, thank you so much for being a part of the information that we have. And you're part of our story as we are a part of yours. It's very much an honor to be able to connect with each other. If you want to know more or you want to get started with working with me or working with our warriors so that you can begin your path to authenticity, strength, leadership, and accountability, this is the way. Together, we are way stronger. Now you get to choose. Do you go forward or keep doing what you've always done? If you stay where you're at, hey, click on some of the stuff and follow what it is. We got motivational stuff. We've got podcasts. We've got more things. Just subscribe and do the stuff and we'll keep you updated. But if you want to start going in, start jumping into what our programs offer and start your journey and being the hero in your own story. Um, okay. So on this one, uh, it's more like 50, 50. Well, I mean, is she working or not? She's going to have to 50, 50. Everything's equal. I mean, everything is equal. It doesn't matter male or female. It is just person A, person B equal. Cut it down the middle. All well, bills, everything is right down the middle, equal. It doesn't matter. Okay, so this one's like, mm, because here's, <laughs> the thing, here's the thing. And I'm not saying that because I'm like, oh, men should. Because honestly, there's times when I make more money than my husband. And he doesn't get upset or butthurt about it. We're making money. Who cares, right? Yeah. We Personally, we don't split anything. We put everything together and we pay it all out together. Like, we don't see it. It's your money. It's my money, whatever. We just. But that's just our mentality. I know people that literally have separate bank accounts and they literally split everything down the middle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that fair? I don't know. I think it depends on your perspective. I don't think it's fair that that like you come together and people say, This is my money, this is this is my money, and you know, we don't commingle anything. Like, I don't because the, the premise of marriage is you're two people becoming one. But if you're becoming uh-huh. one and keeping everything All separate. Right. I can already see your stance. You're not liking 50-50 already. I'm not liking 50-50 just because I don't think it's necessarily that cut and dry. Oh, no, you're right. Remember, though, we're going against the societal push at the moment. Mm -hmm. This is what ladies are calling for. They're making videos. We want men to be equal to us. We want men to step up and be equal. We want to be 50-50. We want equal. I have marriages that have ended because women have fallen into this narrative. We yeah. want equal. Let's just see. So, all right, you don't like that fifty. Listen, it's your. It's the bills are down the but middle. Here's the thing. Period. It's it sounds good until they actually have to do it, and then they're like, "Oh no, 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 no." no. You're starting to see. All right, so fifty fifty bills, no argument. I don't care if you make if you make two hundred dollars just above what your portion is in bills. It's just bills. It doesn't matter how much he makes and you make. It's the same bills for everybody, right down the middle. Alimony's gone. You have to work too. So where there is no alimony. Uh, let's see the protection element, danger, drafting, firefighting, crime fighting, doesn't matter if, if you're a human and you're around, you're in it. So you get drafted to war now. And if there's a bump in the night, it's rock, paper, scissors, or a coin toss, baby. I'm not picking that. Nope. It's whoever hears it. It's your turn. That sounds fun. 
me personally, um, my husband wouldn't even allow me to do that. He's like, no, no, I'm your protector. Again. So I get that. But I don't, that push, uh -uh, I'm not with it. It's dangerous, terrifying. It's not our most proficient fighter. So it's not our best bet. But 50-50. Right down the So you just became security. All responsibility for security falls on your shoulders now. Could I do it? I could do it if it's time to rumble, but I don't want to have to do it. It's, it's, <laughs> That's my thing. La- ladies, if it comes down to any sort of physical altercation, you're at a massive disadvantage. Yep. It's not even a close fight. But no, yep. we want equal. Women can do everything better than men, even stand up brawling. So let's go ahead and put it on the table. All the dirty and heavy and dangerous jobs are no longer men's work. Construction, high-rise window cleaning, uh, garbage stuff, like everything that's like the shittiest, grossest sewer cleaning, dumb, horrible, I hate working on the car jobs. Those are just 50-50. If the roof has got a leak, we're both up there, baby. Snow, just a whole bunch of snow. You get your shovel, I get mine. Every horrible, crappy job there is, we both do that. We're both doing the worst of the worst. If we got to go and shovel 35,000 tons of gravel for our our driveway, get your rake, baby. It's time to rock and roll. I don't need your lemonade. I need your hands getting calloused. So all the tough jobs, those are right down the middle. Everyone does those. It's just people time. The housework. Ladies are complaining about housework. Housework Mm -hmm. right down the middle. Boys got housework. Girls got housework. We're okay with it. I don't get I don't get nervous around towels. I can fold them. Doesn't bother me at all. You think I'm nervous around But do you fold them dishes? the right way? No. Nope. Do you fold you, them the right way? Are they a two-fold or a three-fold? This, <laughs> this is a part of it though. Remember, particulars go out the window. It doesn't matter your what you like. It's just done or not done. It's equal. It doesn't matter who likes what because nobody gets to say whose way is right or wrong. It's 50-50. It's either done or not done. So all your particulars right. are trash. Those are gone. You yep. do it your way. He does it his way. Done is done. You don't get to have a say anymore. That's gone. You want it equal. He gets to tell you how to do it just as much as you tell him how to do it. Nobody's right anymore. So that's gone. All your particulars are done. Those are toast. It's 50-50. We want equal. I want equal. Mm-hmm. So you don't get to tell anybody. No one's the boss anymore. It's just your job, my job. Hey, ladies, is this sounding fun? Sounding cool. We're loving it. Well, this, if you're noticing for the dudes, this is going really well already. Oh, yeah. We're sure. All right. The pay, same dollars for hours. We're good with it. No problem. I, if we're both doing the same job, we get the same pay, dollars for hours. Guy, I haven't had a single guy complain. They're like, that's cool. We don't care. If I make 20 and you make 20, that's fine. That's cool. Whatever. So we're there's no gender pay gap. We don't give a fuck. It's just, did you work as many hours as me? Probably not. So it's just get paid for how many hours you do. Same same dollars. Right. Qualifications for size, strength, and skill. Those don't, it's just you can do it or can't do it. And if you can't do it, you don't get the job. I don't care about your gender or your height or your strength or your build or anything. Can you do that or can't do that? You don't get the job. If I mean, you, can't do it, you can't do it. That's done. You're not equal. You can't do that job. So we're going to go with the best, most qualified. That's it. There's no special treatment. There's no affirmative action. There's no nothing. It's just do that or can't do that. Everything's equal. It's just all of the gender, all of the race, everything's off the table. It's just can do it or can't do it. Doesn't matter. Most qualified. That's it. Emotional support when it comes to empathy, grace, compassion, and validation for feelings. It's equal across the board. So you no longer get to have no empathy for your men. 
His feelings are going to count now. It's no longer just about your emotions. His emotions get to be on the table. And if you do blame, shame, and judgment, it shows how unqualified you are for equality. You can't handle it. So that's a big one. Guys, a big want, one. guys want empathy put back on the table for them because all of you ladies with the big fucking comments, uh, you're not showing even an ounce, ounce of compassion, nurture, empathy, or understanding. You just want to blame, shame, and judge, which shows yep. you don't do this one. So you want your feelings validated? Start validating your man's feelings, not his well-being, his feelings. So we want equality there. This works really well for guys, by the way. We get to be humans again. It's really cool. All right. Um, let's see. The accountability element. This is the, the no blame and no complain. Um, we just talked about that. Accountability is across the board. Hey, if I fucked up, I fucked up. And if you fucked up, you yep. fucked up. And nobody's in authority here. We just got to own our shit and grow from it. Extreme ownership. Period. So we're going to go radical accountability. Uh, benefits for uh, for men get way better. Uh, grants, scholarships, opportunities, school, all of this gets better. Because right now it's highly favored for females. Highly Absolutely. favored for females. So we're going to get our sons and our nephews. We're going to get them proper education again. And they get the same amount of scholarships, opportunities, grants, and uh, programs that females get. We are excited about that part. We want that equality back. We're looking forward to that. Choice on abortion. My child, my choice. Ooh, this is a good topic. <laughs> mm -hmm. If he's a father. And a good father, assume good father. Mom doesn't get to just kill your baby. I want to be a father and I look forward to being a father. And it's an honor to be a father. And my buddy, he, he made a good point because he was like, my wife and I, if she's pregnant, let's say she's four months pregnant. You know, based on the current laws they had at the time, she could still just get an abortion. Yeah. And let's say she just changes her mind one day and says, I don't want to be with you anymore. I want to be with some other guy. And she can just go kill your baby and go be with another guy whenever she wants to. And he's like, but that's my son or daughter. But you know, what's funny. If, if a man wants to get a vasectomy, his wife has to approve it. That's banana. Uh, because listen, I'm, my husband had to get my approval before I wanted it. But like the doctor was like, unless you get your wife's approval, you can't have a vasectomy. I'm, I'm actually kind of cool with that. Let's do equality. If you have to get her sign off for a vasectomy, it's my child, my choice. And you have to get both like parents to sign off. You can't just go and go, I kill your son or daughter because I felt like it. No, that's still my son or daughter. And I take accountability responsibility for raising that child happily. That's my child. And you don't get to just kill it without my consent. That's not okay. So Absolutely. guys get equal say. We're putting that on the table for that. Uh, fights equal, equal rights, equal fights. Uh, it's no longer men and women fighting. It's person A, person B. Doesn't matter. You start shit. You're going to have to deal with it. Ladies, you want equal fights? Let's mm -hmm. go. There's no more rules. Don't hit a girl. That's off the table. It's just, you're a person. They're a person. And if you're not as proficient in combat, maybe get more diplomatic because if you can't handle the business, don't start the business. And so arguments get different because combat gets put on the table. Yep. Guys yep. are guys are like, shit, that's in our favor. That works out for us. If we could just we could just box it out or I can just set up the mats and see who chokes out who. My upper body strength is six times higher than hers, so let's do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that sounds wonderful. Equal equal rights, equal fights. We're like, okay. Um, sports, there's no more men and women's divisions. It's if it's you play or you don't play. 
And if you can't play with um, the boys, you don't play. I mean, it's just sports. Yeah. There is no men's well, and women's. It's equal. It's just you're playing or you're not playing. So if you can't hang with the boys, you don't play. Yeah, this is definitely favoring the men with the 50-50. I get it. Oh, we're they, crushing this game. Once you put it on paper like this, it's like, oh, so men really don't have it all that good. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. Yeah, maternity leave, we get the same amount. Vacay, baby, let's go. Hey, well, I think a lot of women would actually agree with that because cool then we it. actually get some help after two weeks. Like, our dudes okay. our dudes were cool with it, too. We were okay with it. We're like, I get maternity leave because we also like to have a bonding moments with our children, too. We <laughs> like it. We do like Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And we like being of service to our women. Our good men do. Okay. We See, do. that real men serve their wives. Just well, that. We'll get there. Well, I'm, listen, we're setting up the <laughs> stage. We're setting the stage. So maternity leave is you. the same. Toilet seats don't matter. If I have to check the seat to sit, so do you. Don't complain. My husband says, you should leave the seat from up for me after you're done because I put it down for you. Yeah. I have five girls in this house, so my toilet seat is always down. But Bless your heart. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but on this one, it should never be a complaint because if I ever have to go and I hit number two, I take a quick gander before I just commit. So I think everyone should just do that. No complaining. That's off. That's off the table. You can't complain anymore. Here's one that guys actually liked. And some countries already have this as a law. Shirts optional, both sides. Victory for boys. Well, there are some states that free the nipple, but... No problem. I mean, Listen, boys are cool with this one. They were like, everyone can take their shirt off. Let's go. The boys are I'm like... Sure all men were like... I vote yes. <laughs> equality. Equality. Let's go. I'm liking 50-50 already. Um, let's see. Then we started getting into some ones where it got a little bit trickier. Both okay. kids have equal time with parents. Mm. Mm, started yeah, getting trickier. How do, measure, how, how do you measure equal? Exactly, Listen, because... minutes. <laughs> time. Listen, this is just a time thing. If you get six hours, I get six hours. Like, it's just time. Yeah, but here's the thing. Six hours when they're awake and six hours when they're asleep, that's totally different. Listen, so, hey, equal is equal. I'm I not know. listen, listen, I'm not making the rules here. This is just what's equal. Now, here's where it starts to fall apart. Here's where families start to die. Leadership, mentorship, um, power is all equal. So every disagreement is a coin toss. Oh. That's hairy. It doesn't matter who's <laughs> right anymore. There is no qualifications. There is no expertise. There is no leadership. There is no, I know best. This is my field. It's just if I disagree, whoever flips the coin, whoever wins the coin toss 50-50. It's up to chance now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there that's how things get really screwed up. No shot callers anymore. Mm -hmm. That's gone. 50-50. Everyone's equal. Um, and then all the particulars, we talked about particulars, that goes out the window. No one's correct. It's just done both ways. Now, you're around the ladies. This is the list the guys came up with. What would you want to throw on that works in women's favor for 50-50? Oh, I don't know. You touched on a lot. So, Like, where would it be like, oh, the ladies we want equal, this would be what we want equal. Because our guys can only see from their side. And we even tried to make it as brutal on us as we could. We gave ourselves equal housework. We gave ourselves equal pay. We gave ourselves equal power. We did all equal. Even if it's not in our favor, we still put it on the list. 
Okay, so you kind of touched on it a little bit, but I would say like promotions. Okay, like we talked about pay. Did you did you see the reason why women don't get promotions? They studied the shit out of this. Oh, it's it's I, because women sure. are more agreeable. It's not because women um aren't qualified for promotion. It's women are more agreeable than men. And so men will ask for promotions more than women, which puts them in qualification. Because you see, mm-hmm. when they looked at gender pay gap, it was um when it came to single women, single men, it was very equal. It was the same. But when it came to agreeableness or mothers, they were paid less because they spend more time out of work or they're yep. less confrontational. Yep. Yep. And so it wasn't an equality issue. It was a personality issue. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So that's the only reason where like women get promoted. Single women get promoted just as much as single men. It's the agreeable women or the mothers who don't shoot those shots that don't get right. promoted. And they 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 studied it because they wanted good. to they wanted to break this gender pay gap to go what was going on. And they found patterns like it's this specific group. It's not all women. It's this group of women. And that makes sense. I get that. So um, we're, we're pro promotion though. That Listen, we both got jobs. Heck it's separate jobs. Get promoted as you get promoted. Same pay. Remember right. that's on here. Same pay. I think you touched on most of them. I can't like, I'm, I'm trying to go through my, my wheel here. And I'm like, okay, well we talked about childcare. We talked about housework. We talked about pay. We talked about strength. We talked about, Oh, one you didn't talk on. Bring it. Sex. Let's go. What what would be the equal element? Because our boys don't have a big problem with making sure there is sex on the table. Okay, so equality in sex. That's the hard part. It's because there's there's always, okay, 99% of the time, there's always one spouse that wants more than the other. Sure. Okay. Men, they want they could do it every day. Women are like, um, eh, good once a month, right? But if it's equal, I don't is, even know what that look like, though. Help me with that, because like okay. I, we we have a very healthy sex life, and like uh, once a month is uh, it's insanity in my in my mindset. And Andrea and I are both like we're we're a daily couple. Like it, we we don't under how do you guys go to bed without this? I don't understand. Like we we don't get it. If you have an opportunity to have somebody who you love and can be intimate with and are committed to, and that's my person, well, how could you go a month, two months, three months, six months without intimacy and call yourself like solid? I don't get it. What am I missing with this? Here's the problem. And I have people telling me they've gone 11 years without intimacy. And I'm like, what? So I'm like, essentially, you're in the uh, roommate stage. You're, You're done. Like that. It's not. But here's the thing. And I've done a lot on this topic and I get a lot of hate for this topic just because it's very like from, from who? Okay, so there's one creator <laughs> called Mending Me. Okay. Do you know who no. I'm talking about? I don't follow okay. social media. <laughs> okay, well, good. Because anyways, she taught okay, when you talk about the topic of sex, the problem is you have different mindsets from men and women, okay? Men are more, they want more of that physical intimacy. Women want more emotional intimacy. But here's the thing. Men create emotional intimacy through physical act. Women like the emotional to be physical. So in, in reality, we all want the same thing. We all want to connect. 
but the way we want to connect is different, right? So we want more hugs and cuddles and romance. And men are like, I want to connect with you through the physical act. Like I want to be with you, right? And so women are like, oh my gosh, all you think about is sex. That's all you think about. And my husband's like, okay, perspective. I want to have sex with my own wife. How is that a bad thing? Okay. He's like, it's my favorite play toy. If I have my favorite toy that I can play with every day, why would I not want to play with it? Right. And then women get upset because they're like, well, he's bothering me all the time and he won't leave me alone. I'm like, you're, you're upset because your husband desires you. Is that what you're telling me? Like, why is that a problem? There are women out there begging for their husband's attention, begging for it. And men are like, we want to give it to you, but there's, there's like a mental block. So here's actually what I've, I've really learned. And, and this kind of goes down a rabbit hole a little bit, but I'm, I'm going to try to rein it in. Honestly, a lot of our hormones are disrupted by various things going on in the world. The food we eat, the water we drink, the lack of exercise, the poor sleep, the stress, having babies, breastfeeding, all the things, okay? And even the products we use. We have tons of things that are disrupting our hormones, okay, on the daily. And I, I honestly think it's on purpose, marriages are intentionally being attacked and destroyed. So it's funny because before we get married, what happens? We want to have all the sex in the world. Oh yeah, let's have sex. But we're technically supposed to wait till marriage, right? But then we get married and it dies. Why is that? It's because marriage, sex, and intimacy, that's the bond that keeps us connected and together. So if we're not connecting often, which the Bible says often, meaning as often as you two, I believe, can compromise because, you know, there's certain situations where, you know, you had a baby, you're sick, you're ill, whatever. There's There are circumstances. But the point is to come together often because there's more temptation. There's more things happening when you're not connecting often. And I think the, the thing that the women are seeking, they can get that through physical intimacy. It's just we see it as, oh, my God, it's a chore. I, maybe I don't find satisfaction out of it. Maybe uh, I feel like that's all he wants. Like we have to, we have to break open these topics because it's not, it's not just because I even myself, I was this wife. I was like, you just want sex. It's a physical thing. That's all you want. My husband's like, no, I want to connect with you. When I am physically intimate with you, I connect with you. He goes, did you know that when I connect with you, I feel closer to God because he gave you to me as a gift and I connect with you on that deep, intimate level. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. And so it got my wheels turning that it's not just about getting off. It's not just about relieving yourself because men can do that on their own guys. Like ladies, men can do that. If their true, if their true uh, motive is to just get off, they can do that on their own. Well, if that, if that was really, the, if that was really the thing though, there wouldn't be a problem with cheating. There wouldn't even be cheating. It's because if it was just a physical act, who gives a fuck? Like, right. no, now here's the part where it starts becoming a betrayal. I think that you're not wrong, and we could probably get ourselves canceled pretty easily with this, what's going okay. on with uh, <laughs> with the world against marriages, which is true. Yeah. But, um, you know, even the uh, the concept of when I did that video, did you watch my three thing men need? Hungry, horny, appreciation. Keep it simple, ladies. Like, yep. and our guys, look at our comment section. See how many men are like, nope, wrong. Hungry, horny, appreciation. And two of them only take a very short amount of time. Right. Because a not yeah. hangry dude is very reasonable. And a very. not horny dude gets very reasonable. My like, husband's a different man when he's fed and, you know, he's full and empty. 
at the same time, if you know what I mean. <laughs> exactly. That guy you can have a deep conversation with, and it's going to probably stay pretty even keel. Yep. Because exactly. he's not angry. He's not horny. He's not pent up in either side. He's satisfied. Now you go into the deep one, which is the appreciation element. If you appreciate that guy, he'll he'll fight a lion for you. He will bend over backwards and then some for you. That's so now this is where it gets into that intimacy element that you said, like where people are going months to years without. If I make a promise, my life, my resources, my soul, my energy, my time, my body is yours. I commit it to you. Only you. No other shall ever partake of my goods and services. And then I give you maximum restriction on access. Which of us is actually creating the problem in the relationship? The person who said, I would like to keep my promise with you. Or the person who said, I'm breaking all of the vows that I made with you because I don't feel like it. Yep. Which, vow, which vows matter, Christina? All of them. Well, then how come we can break all of them but cheating and that's okay? And then, and then, oh my God, I have a whole nother thing too with like what emotional cheating is. I don't even know what the fuck people are talking about. I'm like, I don't, you guys, everyone's got a completely different answer for that. So I don't even know what that means sometimes. So this is kind of, we're getting into some hairy subjects here because yeah. emotional cheating, it's honestly in the eye of the beholder. I know, like I have a friend who's like, if my husband talks to another woman, that's emotionally cheating. Honestly, I guess my according and I to your talk to both according, genders all day long. <laughs> we're we're emotionally cheating right now, apparently, according to your uh, friends rules. And our spouses aren't here, so we must be. We must it must be an emotion. It's a recorded live conversation, <laughs> but it's emotional cheating. Ourselves. We are busted. <laughs> yep. Okay, so even that by itself, that person just makes up a rule and now expects. They get the accountability element. Remember blame throwing, all the stuff where you talk about who's I get to be an authority because I had an emotion that I don't I don't feel okay with. I have an insecurity. I'm not solid. I have an emotion that I don't like to feel. So I have now appointed myself the boss of everything. And now I will blame, shame, and judge everyone because I can't accept things for being what they are. Somehow yeah. that should be the boss. The person who can't deal gets to make the rules. There's a reason men are supposed to be leaders of the household, y'all. It's not just because they're men. It's because they just think differently than we do. We're too emotional based. Like I said in the beginning, we're, we just, that's why I don't know if, don't shoot me, but female president, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, maybe some highly in their masculine. There's a couple out there that I'm like, that one may make it, but they're not, they're not going to, they're never, they're not going to be on there because they're not controllable and they're not going right. to follow narratives. And right. so it probably won't happen that direction. It'll have to be somebody who follows narratives. Any uh -huh. case, um, this, this restriction of love though, this restriction of intimacy, it, it's very confusing to me because if you don't want to make love with your partner, why do you still have a restriction on who they can make love with then? Mm. I don't that understand. I don't understand the element because men, it's it's also a biological setup. We, oh sure. And then also the they try to also control pornography. They try to control everything, but won't feed. It's 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 like starving a dog or something. It's like 
why why are you doing that? It's because it's my dog and I can starve it. It's like, but it's a, it's a need. It needs to eat. It needs to. And if he gets food so, from anywhere else, he's a terrible dog. He's a bad dog right. and should be put down. And it's like you're starving your dog and then mad at him for being hungry. And in fact, you beat him for being hungry. And if he ever gets food that's laying on the floor, he should be beaten and thrown out or put down. He should be euthanized. And you're like, mm-hmm. is it a bad dog or is it possible you may be a bad owner? So I get a lot of flack when I talk about the subject of cheating because I've de- we've dealt with that situation. But here's the here's the problem is. When we get into this situation, there's many factors. However, we have to, like, we're so focused on the act of cheating instead of understanding why the cheating happened. So we give more, like, like we shame and and put on the person who cheated, which they have to take responsibility for their fault. It's that personal accountability. But people like to say I victim shame. So the, the cheated on is, is the victim and the person who cheated is the is the the villain right but just so i can have context just for context Mm -hmm. because they broke their vow of like you know staying with just you that's why they're the bad one is that right yes they broke the vow of loyalty to just intimacy with just one person yes got it okay They broke the trust, they broke the loyalty, the the faithfulness, okay? So people are like, but you're victim shaming. There's nobody to blame but the person who cheated. Me personally, I think that you should have the willpower and the discipline not to go and cheat on your spouse. If you're gonna cheat and end the relationship, plain and simple. Like, talk about it, communicate. Like, when you get to the point where it's like, I've talked, I've communicated, they're not listening. Don't cheat, just say, I'm done with the marriage. Okay, That's, that's my first point. But when you say you have to look at what led up to it, like, because here's the thing. Some people see porn as cheating. Some people see, you know, emotional, whatever, having conversation as cheating. But here's the thing is my husband was like, I looked at porn and I looked at other things because I wasn't getting what I needed. Was it right? Not necessarily. Is he in trouble for doing those things? Was it the right choice? No. I don't think they were the right choices, but understand the reason why. Just like if someone is 11 years without sex with their spouse and they're literally seeking that attention, are they really the only ones to blame for the cheating? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you are going to get married, you are vowing to your spouse because guess what? Bible even talks about your body is not your own, but your husband's. And your husband's body is not their own, but yours. You two are one. You're supposed to be together. You don't get to say, my body, my choice. You don't get to touch me. Uh, You don't get to coerce me. Listen, when your spouse wants intimacy with you and you literally push them away, you are doing, You're not only are you hurting them physically, but you're hurting them mentally. They're like, I actually did a poll. I said, hey, fellas, okay? And I literally had 100% across the board. Yeses. Do you feel like when you were rejected, denied, or or withdrawn from sex, that you feel unappreciated, unloved, rejected, and like not even a person? Unwanted, unworthy. Every man, except I think one who was clearly operating in his feminine, you could tell. For sure. Every single one said, absolutely, I feel judged. I feel hurt. I feel feel like the one person who I choose to love and who's choosing to love me is rejecting me. 
that hurts. Your yes. family has to love you because they're your family, right? You love your mom, your sister, brother, whatever. But you're, the person you married is the person you, you chose each other. So when you choose each other and then you say, I'm choosing not to engage with sex with you, <laughs> that's the ultimate diss in my, in my opinion. It's brutal. Like, it's brutal. It's brutal. And this is where that it's getting glorified for ladies to do these things. But this is also another part is it's, it's very complex things. And women, again, leading with emotions, um, they're still getting whatever their, their needs are met through social media and attention. And so yes. they can still find it justifiable to reject their men in multiple ways because they do not have empathy for their man at all. Zero. Mm -hmm. And I did a survey for my men. I said, do your feelings matter to you? And every guy says, yes. And I said, do you believe your feelings, not well-being, not like, did you have a sandwich or did your laundry get done? Your feelings. How is your heart? How's my man's feelings today? Do you believe your feelings matter to your girl? I had all, I went through a hundred guys and I started to stop because three guys said, yes, their feelings matter. Two of them were in the first two weeks of a relationship. And those all ended. They didn't make it. And uh, one guy was in complete denial about his marriage. And as soon as he like, looked at his marriage for real, he realized um, he had zero empathy, but he thought he did. And so that would be 100% across the board. Not one woman shows they care about a man's heart. That hurts and my heart. That hurts my heart to hear that. Like, that makes me so sad. Like, ladies, men matter too. Like, well, we're we are humans. Yeah. We're humans. And, we're, and at the core of us, we're little boys who want to impress our girls. I've, I've done, a, I've got a lot of really cool surveys that I did. I created to go, let's challenge to see if it's really there. What's a safe place for a man? What's a man's role in a relationship? I really put these lists together to go, let's do this for us. Let's do this. What is right? Not who is right. What is our roles? Right. And we we've realized that women have removed the 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 part that they're built to do. You talked about nurture. You talked about servitude. You talked about submissiveness. You talked about compassion. You talked about empathy. You talk about accountability. You talk about all these things that recognize each other as human beings. And yet almost every guy comes in when he, when he meets me like I had to be the rock for my relationship. I have to be the foundation. And the girls, you here's here's how you can tell every lady, you know, your comment section, just like I do. Every single woman who says this sentence, you're the issue. Yeah, well, what about him or what about me? As soon as it goes into deflection immediately, yep. you yep. are the issue. You're the yep. one. Facts. Now, the accountability won't be there for that because it's immediately authoritatively shifting blame into it's them, it's them, it's them. Oh, yeah? Well, that's been happening both ways. If you say that happens both ways, it's you. It's it's you. And so when it comes down to empathy, I want my feelings validated. I want my emotions to be known. My emotions matter. I'm like, but what about his? Well, he needs to man up. Mm. If if he if he shows his emotions, he's weak. Yeah. If he cries, turn off. Yeah. Well, ladies, this is I'm gonna I, I uppercut women with this one. Um I did a, a training with my women's groups and half of them wouldn't even do it. I said, do you, <laughs> I said, do, do you know the difference between your benefits and your baggage? Mm. Mm. This one is a truth uppercut.
And when I started working with both men and women, truth is the hardest element for both, but for different reasons. Women live in denial because the reality of what they are is not as good as they want. And every aspect of how they protect themselves is fake. And if ever challenged for authenticity, it will be exposed. And that feels bad, which is why they blame throw. In our first few weeks of working with women's groups, we have to stop them immediately from blaming everyone else. It is the first thing we have to do. For the men, it's not even in the men's program. Men don't blame like women do. Men shame. Yep. Men shame themselves. The first thing they come in is go, how come I can't make her happy? Mm-hmm. What am I doing wrong? What am I missing? Why doesn't she love me? Why won't she be with me? What, what yeah. did I do? What did I do that isn't working? Why can't she see my good things? Guys, shame. They come in on like, what am I missing here? I removed mm-hmm. blame throwing from the program for men. Women, it's the first thing we have to hammer. Stop pointing the finger. It's you. <laughs> yeah. And and this is where it even gets into this element of you are showing zero empathy for your man. Zero. Yet your feelings need to be validated before you continue. You are hypocrisy incarnate. You are the problem. Well, I don't really and like that. I don't like that. I that's don't. That's why there's so much pushback. I really do. Because uh, literally, I, I stand up and I speak about the truth, whether it benefits me or not. Because honestly... Let's be let's be truthful. There's some things that I know that I have to be accountable for, and it sucks. Like it truly sucks. But I can't grow as a person if I'm stuck in this little bubble of denial that I think that I'm just this all that in a bag of chips. I'm I'm great, everything's good. But in reality, I'm a mess. Like I was a mess. I was a complete and utter mess two years ago. Like I look, I'm a totally different person than I was two years ago. It's because I had to come to this realization that marriage is not about me by myself. That's the problem. We think it's about us. Like, we're the bride. We're the wife. We should be put on a pedestal. And we're, I did a whole thing on princess versus queen. Women have princess mentality. They just want to be um, put on a pedestal. They want to be spoiled. They want to be loved. But a queen, a queen has authority. A queen is different. She stands up for herself. She supports her man. She's ride or die. She does all the things. And she doesn't expect her man to dote over her. He does it because she does the same thing to him. Mm-hmm. She does all the things for him, knowing that when I do this for him, even if he doesn't do it back right away, if I do what I'm supposed to do and I feed my, this is the problem, is we want to feed our own uh, needs and wants. But if I learned that if I can do what my husband needs, like if I can feed his needs and his wants, he's going to do the same to, to feed mine. So everybody gets what they want. No one's lacking anything, but we're not self-serving each other. We're being selfless and serving the other person. Mm-hmm. So we, we, but we don't have that mindset in this society. Well, they, now, if you look at just the biology to how men and women are built, women are built to follow. And I, mm-hmm. I will, I will argue the merits to it. Now I'm not being even biblical. I'll go into the psychology mm-hmm. element of it. If women were really built to lead, they wouldn't be so easy, easily influenced for acceptance and approval. They wouldn't be Facts. there. They wouldn't be mm-hmm. as agreeable as they are. And it seems like they can be highly disagreeable to men, but have a really hard time with other women. Facts. 
you know, and so they're not built the all commercials and they've done this all the way since like the 50s, 60s are geared towards women because they're easily influenced in comparison to men. And Actual. all ads, social media is an attack on women. I will take the argument. I'll debate it because the, the uptick for mental disorders that come on men from social media, has gone up a small percentage, but for women, middle school up, it's a bike ramp of issues. And I believe it's an attack on women because look at the comparison curses. Look at the things oh, where sure. I, I'm not good enough. And like you have this lady who's going to post up. She's super mom, super model. She's a CrossFit trainer. She's a boss babe and has six businesses. She's super wife. She's independent, does it all alone. Natural leader, doesn't need a man, but, you know, treats her man like a king and all these different things. And you're like, who the fuck keeps up with this bitch? Uh, yeah, rare, rare breed at that point. Like, Oof. but, but then you find out they're getting a divorce next month and you're like, mm -hmm. oh, the social media posting is not Instagram the reality. Versus reality. <laughs> this, and this is where it's tough because you're doing comparisons on a global scale, not even community scale. It's not just Susan's awesome. It's the world. The 0.001% now becomes compared to a 14 year old girl who's a freshman in high school, how is she supposed to even understand? And so you have to wear makeup. You have to get surgeries. You have to get things done to change or alter yourself. You have to get fake whatever, eyelashes, nails, waist trainer, high heels, butt lift, boob job, you know, lip implants, you name it. It's got to get done. Hair changed. Everything has to be different. So that that way you can keep up with the comparison on a global scale. And you're just a kid. Yep. We got three teenage daughters. We watch the influences of them. Oh, yeah. My 11-year-old had on lashes yesterday. And I was like, what are you doing? When I was 11, I looked like a hot mess. I don't know what is going on with this breed. But you're right. It's social media. It absolutely is. Because we feel like we have to live up to this certain look and persona and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. If that is there. Because guys don't fall into the same, guys will still have dysmorphia for body. We still have it, but not nearly because we don't have the same burden of beauty that women have. And so it's still there, but we have to feel more competitive and we have to be proficient. And so guys uh -huh. will lean into strength or fitness or sports, yeah, for sure. you know, so yeah. they'll lean into proficiency more than just beauty. And so mm -hmm. it's different for boys. Now, when I'm watching what's going on with these girls, it is tearing them apart from the inside out. Now, this is why I say they're not built to lead, is they're influenced so much easier from outside sources than boys. So I went and surveyed my men. I said, how many of you will see a Calvin Klein ad or you'll see some ad and you immediately have to dress like that or look like that or be like that. And like every guy's like, I don't give a fuck about any of those things. Literally. If they were like choosy, choosy dads, choose Jeff. Would you have to go buy that peanut butter? They'd be like, I don't even fucking like that peanut butter. No. Right. right. But that works on moms. And it even if I, if I work in marketing worlds, they say, uh, I had a guy who built like a phone for like kids. He said the way the way they market it to men is they say it's a tool, not a toy. The way they market mm -hmm. it to women is this is what 99 out of 100 good moms do. Or this is what mm. good, good mothers do. It's Jones affecting. It's comparisons. It's you what? have to be like everyone else. 
we're in the world of literal selling people versus emotional selling. And I'm in marketing, like I do that. And I'm, I've learned you have to sell with emotions, not literally sell. Like I could be like, Hey, look, there's this product. It's great. It's got all your daily vitamins and minerals and everything. Or I could go, this killed my belly bloat. This killed my, uh, this helped my, my gut be better to help my mental health. Like there's a different way that you can sell. I lost 60 pounds with this product. Like there's a difference in how you speak to women because they are emotional based. They will buy with their emotions. It's just, it's facts. Like, oh my gosh, look, I, and I'm guilty of it too. Look, a, lift, a, a lash lift kit. Instead of going to get my lashes done, just lift them yourself at home. I'm, I'm even guilty of it, okay? Yeah. We buy with our emotions. That's just how we are. So we lead with our emotions and everything. Well, this makes you not necessarily worthy of leadership. You're influenced too easily by other things. Now, men mm -hmm. are influenced highly by one thing. Their lady. Can I tell you how true that is? Mm -hmm. like, oh, I know how true it is. I run men's groups. I have hundreds and hundreds yeah. of men. I know the truth. My husband has. So this is one thing that I struggle with a little bit in my marriage. And, and I will call myself out before anybody else. My husband has told me, you know, you're part of my, like, you're a big part of my happiness. Mm -hmm. And serving you and loving you and doing things for you and being with you, that makes me happy. So when things are like difficult between us or whatever, I get angry or bitter or resentful or whatever, because you're a big part of my happiness. For me, I'm like, but you can't use me as your only bit of happiness because I'm going to fail you sometimes. I'm a human too. Like you also have to find happiness in things, not, not only me, sure. but you know, to hear that, and, and to hear other men say that, like, it's so true. Like, we are a big determiner of our our um, our environment at home. Like, mm -hmm. we again, we can be the, the peace or the storm. And so if you understand that you can literally make or break a man by the way that you treat him, why would you want to treat him poorly? Why sure. would you want to do that? If, if a man did that to you, holy hell, you would he's, have hell to pay. He's a, he's a villain. This is why I say women aren't leaders. And this is why when I did the uh, empathy element for guys, I asked the guys, who's more empathetic, men or women? And the guys, th we thought about it. And we're like, I think the men are more empathetic than women are. And they're like, how do you measure this? Not when it comes to babies. Women can read babies better than men. The empathy right. element there, no argument. But we're like, what about the pack itself? What about the the group itself? You know, the kids, the the husband, the wife, who's got full empathy? Well, men can have empathy for other men. Men mm -hmm. can have empathy for their wives and their feelings, their emotions, and the kids. And every the men can care about everyone else's feelings. We can care. Absolutely. Absolutely. Women have no empathy for their men. Yes. Which means, yes. <laughs> which means if you have a member of the pack, you don't care about how they're doing. You shouldn't mm -hmm. be the leader. Facts. You can't be a pack leader if you don't give a shit about one of the members, especially one Ooh. of the critical members. That's a bomb drop. Like that just like clicked in my head. Like women are trying to lead, but they don't have the empathy to lead. And we think we're the empathetic ones, but we're not. You're not, you're not giving it to them. You that's, can't that's lead wild. if you don't care about one of the members of your pack. That is so freaking true. Mm -hmm. So women so aren't wild. built for it. Now, this doesn't mean they do not have value. 
Because right. women are the reason that we live. We will do anything. Right. And this is why pay attention. And and the boys to to men and girls to women, the, the princess queen thing, there's that's correct. I do a different thing, but the same result. Right. And like sure. and it, it's this element of do you understand that men are natural givers, women are natural takers? Oh, Facts. Now, who's who's the prize in the relationship? The person who gets stuff or the person who who um gives stuff? I mean, the prize is actually, well, the person who gives. You would think so, right? And I do a lot of Disney bombs and, and blow things up. Like, who's really the prize? Is it Cinderella who got a kingdom and a prince? And it's Prince Charming. <laughs> he did everything. He does yeah. everything. Is she really the prize? What about mm-hmm. Sleeping Beauty, who just passed the fuck out? And this guy not only fights a dragon, Maleficent as a dragon, and then comes back with true love's kiss. His kiss. He did it. Not her. His kiss breaks the curse. And then she gets a kingdom and lives happily ever after. This bitch was napping the whole movie. Wow, that's a perspective I literally hadn't thought about, but you're absolutely correct. And we glorify the princess, but the prince is like, oh, well, he's just there. He does. He does everything. He's a prince. He does. He gets everything. Beauty and the Beast. This guy's a cursed prince. He's powerful and reckless and chaotic and dangerous and untamable and uncontrollable. We know the bad boys. We get it. Mm-hmm. But he's a cursed prince. He has a kingdom and power and status, authority. He has all of these amazing attributes, too. What is the best things about Bell? No. What did she do that was like, she needs a fucking kingdom. She needs a prince. What did she do? She literally got lost in the woods. <laughs> Well, and stumbled she, upon a place. Well, her dad had to pay the debt, and so she ended up having to go into like this guy's prison because right. dad owed him a life debt or something, right? So right. she became a prisoner. Yes. So then she, they, they're like, well, she reads books. And I'm like, she apparently didn't read about Stockholm Syndrome because she's a prisoner who fell in love with her captor. Exactly. Right? Who's this aggressive bad boy, you know, you know, monster if you will <laughs> and then it breaks the curse like what what did she bring to the table well truth is is she she was kind of hot and then she fell in love with her with her captor yeah and this is the, that's what i'm saying social media media in general movies tv all the things they're literally making women feel like they're all that in a bag of chips and they're the priority and it's all about them it's not until like, they have to go not. benefit to baggage until you have to go. What do you actually bring to the table that makes a cursed prince or even a prince choose you? Now, the, here's the thing. If you start moving your guys into even let's be generous, the top 20 percent of values, men, not high value yeah. men, high values, man, loyalty, honor, dignity, you know, compassion, strength, confidence, leadership, high values, not just money, power, fame, or six figures, six feet tall, six pack. I'm talking high values, good men have their shit together, guys. Let's just just do the top 20%. I'm being highly generous, by the way. Those guys get all the options. They get all the options. Now, the higher up you move, more options. Yep. Top 5% can just pick who they want at this point. 
And if you're six feet tall with six figures, which is top, top like two or 3% if that even exists, they're just getting free Costco servings all day long. Mm-hmm. Girls mm-hmm. are just throwing themselves at them because they're tall. Talk about ladies. Mm-hmm. Your hypergamy mm-hmm. system is completely upside down. You're not rating a single value. Here's a funny yeah. thing for yeah. the Prince, the Prince Charming. What I did is I did a, a couple surveys with my ladies groups and it was a little bit split, but there was answers that still ended up being the same. And this is to show how superficial are women's hypergamy systems these days. Mm-hmm. So I said, let's check. I made a huge list called um, Prince Charming and it's a long list. And if I go through this, you can go like, okay, it's like protector, provider, patient, calm, sensitive, badass, strong, confident, handy, good listener, smart, loving, funny, family man, loyal, generous, leader, ambitious, dreams, wealthy, takes care of me, college degree, status. He's uh, crazy, sexy, but doesn't like attention, loves my kids, pays for everything, loves my feelings and interests, has big dreams and goals, speaks well, has great style, reads books that I like, and he has interesting books, never gets mad, has perfect teeth, smiles all the time. He loves all the songs and movies I like. He does all the heavy heavy lifting with a big smile happily. Loves all my friends. Loves all my family. Never leaves the toilet seat up. Will drop everything for me. Only wants sex when I do. Um, He never needs praise and recognition. He knows how to fix everything. He's the best dancer. Always humble. Plays at least three instruments. He's an MMA fighter. Has a huge penis and makes over 300K. And I'm like, that's my Prince Charming list. I just made this thing real quick. I I was being as silly and funny as I could be. And the ladies were like, this list is crazy with a K. It's wild. What a crazy list. So I said, ladies, make your own list. Help me out here. You can take my list and pick the ones you want, but make your own list. And they were like, that's a crazy list. Our list is going to be way better. What do you, Christina, do you think the list came back shorter or longer? Longer. It was a longer a list. A it was more and with weirder stipulations. Like uh, one of them was he needs to be smart because intelligence for me is huge. But if I'm yes. able, they, they said, I need to be able to have healthy debates and conversations because if I feel mentally dominant, I'm turned way off. And I said, mm-hmm. wait, wait a second. That would mean no matter how much you grow and how intelligent you become, He has to always be further ahead than you always. You can never know more than him or you're turned way off. That's not even plausible half the time. What the what rule did you just add there? Yeah. I'm like, where did that come from? Okay. Like, wow. The the judgment. Mm -hmm. Now, this list that came in, we had a whole, it was way longer. It came down to very specific things. And it got more and more crazy. So I said, listen, I'm going to give you guys your like 70 something list here. I'm going to give him everything. Like I said, I'll give him a huge ding dong and I'll make it so he he is the he's a ninja and he can defend you against 20 guys. So he'll Bruce Lee people. I'll make him the baddest dude ever. And he's got everything on your list. Money, power, fame, you name it. Everything you would ever want in a guy. He's amazing. Best guy in the world. You know, they're like. I like that. Not to mention at all what you would bring to the table to this man. We don't even get to right. that. Just like right. that's, I like that. I'm like, here's the only issue. He's five foot four. In or out? Oh, most women would say out. The greatest man on earth because he was born a height he can't control. And he it's not, it's not for lack of like ability. Heck, I'll give him a 10 inch wiener. Like, I don't give a crap. Like he, it's not for like, he's just a small person. He just happens to be short. He's five, four. 
And most of the most of the girls said deal breaker, even though it is an amazing life. This like guy will the, provide. like literally the perfect man. It is a perfect he's just guy. Not tall enough. He's just not tall. And you would throw away the perfect guy for height and date a total fucking asshole because he's taller. And somehow yeah. ladies are the you should be calling the fucking shots. We can't even do rational conversation at this moment. And women wonder, there's no good men out there. They're no. all over the place. You, I, That's what I keep saying. I'm like, actually, men are really amazing. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I resonate more with men than I do women, if I'm being honest. When I, when I was growing up, I had more guy friends than girlfriends. Because honestly, I don't do the drama. I don't do that petty crap. I, I just don't. I also, I can be friends with other females who are better friends with men and don't like women. That, those are the women that I can be friends with. But the the problem is women set these high expectations. Like, and like you said, we're not even talking about what she brings to the table because first of all, how can you even compare to all that? Like you would have to be high value on your P's and Q's to, to literally attain, like be able to keep someone like that because you can't just be a lazy slob and just do whatever you want and be like, I have this great man. You That's know? the like, women's curse. Love me for I who I am, but you have to love him for exactly. what he provides. I don't like you because of what you do or don't do, but you have to love me as I am. So if there's a flaw that you have, you have to fix it. But if there's a flaw that I have, you have to deal with it. Equality. Equality. (laughs) (laughs) Out the window. Gone. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. So this is where we had the same thing. I'm like, all right, guys, let's do your list. And their list was substantially shorter, of course. Now, there's only one subjective piece on here that was very subjective, but I'll give you the list that men had for women because we got to be fair, right? I want to I want to hear this honestly. I want to know what men think. This so, is this okay. was the men's list, and this was it's a, it's a pretty decent sized group of guys that we did this survey for. Now, the first thing was the the beauty is subjective element of it, and guys, the, the, what what level do you think guys were like? These women have to be at least at this level for us. Like on a one to ten, what would you say, guys? This is where they're at. They want tens only. Like, what do you think? Um, I'm thinking like six or seven. Good guess. It was six or up. It was just, oh. and, and it was, it was just, it wasn't be perfect because six is just above average. That's just enough to just take care of yourself. Right. Like take for a sure. shower, um, work out right. a little, um, eat. Yeah. Okay. You don't even have to be perfect. Yeah, just sure. try. And right. guys were cool with that. We're like, at least try. <laughs> That's, yeah. That's, that's how low the standards it's are like, for dudes. You can wear sweatpants, but put on a pair of jeans and like maybe some makeup every once in a while. Like that's how my husband is. He's like, you want to walk around like a sweatshirt and sweatshirt or sweatshirt and sweatpants? Go for it. Well, put yourself once in a while. I did a real thing with my women's group because our women had a whole thing for like, he only likes me when I dress up. And if I'm supposed to be authentic, why doesn't he like me in my pajamas and my like my lazy clothes? And I said, you missed a category. I said, I'll do the survey for you, ladies, if you want. Do you like her better when she's dressed in the nines or when she's with her PJs? I'll do the survey for you. But I'm going to add a category you may not have thought in for the for the guys. My third category was, ladies, if you want to be loved for authenticity, lose the shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about your outfit. Talking about you for you. No gimmicks, no dresses, no nothing. Now, I said, guys, would you take naked? Would you choose dress to the nines? And would you choose pajama clothes? What order would you put your favorite? And naked one every time. So if you want to talk uh, about yeah. authenticity, he loves you without the stuff. 
It's you he's after. It's not what you wear, what you look like. It's you. He would choose my husband's you. Like, I love you for your for heart. Nines. I love you for your mind. I don't, of course, you're great to look at. I love looking at you. You're hot. It's great. But I'm here for this and I'm here for this. Right. And this is where these ladies will come up and they'll go like, well, my value comes from, you know, my body or I have a vagina. I'm like, that's crazy because I haven't met a woman yet without one. So that's not really a rare commodity. Like right. what makes like, you different from other people isn't a physical element because that's a depreciating yep. asset. You know, yep. what are you bringing here? So this is the rest of the list um, for the six and up. This <laughs> they did the hot crazy scale. So I need you at least six and up, at least try. What level of crazy were the guys like, we can't have it anywhere beyond this? Where was our crazy line? Okay, so is one least crazy and ten's most crazy? Yes. Ooh. What do you think, guys? Three. You said three. three. So we can only yeah. deal with three crazy, and then it's a deal breaker. Oh, deal breaker? Mm, okay, I would say like halfway. I would say five. Five. All right. Very generous. All right. It was eight and under. That's how low the ladies set the bar for our fellas. They're like, I'll deal with absolute insanity. Just don't key my car and kill my kids. That's a high number. Very high really? number. You're willing to deal with all that? Damn. Oh, ladies, we do. We oh, do. Like, you like, do. You like you just said, I'm not friends with other girls. Try dating them. My lesbian girls, I always my heart goes out to them. They're like, oh, not only are they crazy, but I have the same system. Ah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So it was six up hot, eight under crazy. Very, very lenient. That's our that's, that's the crazy. men's. We don't have this. You have to be a Victoria's Secret model and a psychiatrist. We didn't do this. Like we were very, very open for like lots of room here. Not oh. to mention the beauty is subjective. You know, right. so my, my baby's not a small girl. I'm down with the thickness. That's me. So my That's buddy who likes a small, <laughs> my buddy who likes the small girls, we wouldn't even be in competition. We just like different right, things. Exactly. So beauty is subjective. Exactly. Our guys don't have mm -hmm. the same standards that women have on women. We have different things. All right, let's go through the right. list. We want loyal and trustworthy, which we will also mm -hmm. uphold to. We'll hold ourselves to this too. Mm-hmm. The big one was be kind and nice. And a lot of our stuff, oh, guys, would, guys would sacrifice most of these things for just be fucking nice again. That wow. ladies, that's how low you guys are holding your, your, your representing is guys like wow. just, just be nice. We had a video on this. Just be nice. That's it. Um, appreciative encouraging and supportive just appreciate us for what we do and encourage us we'll do anything for you just be cool be respectful which is a little bit subjective because it's a big term but you know show yes. respect to each other right be caring which is probably under nice but caring shows mm -hmm. effort like tries you don't have to be perfect but try like right. just like put effort in like i didn't do it right but i tried my best i'm like we can do it cool with that right. um have enthusiasm toward sex. Dead fish is not sexy. That one right there. Yes. Not I, sexy. Like, and that, exactly. And I like women are like, oh, well, I don't understand because I'm having sex with my husband and he's just not like, I'm not apparently fulfilling his needs. I'm like, 
But do you want to be there? Because men can a hundred percent. Okay, I'm gonna be real, real with you right now. Okay, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be authentic. Okay, so my husband and I, we like take videos and tell us sometimes, whatever. My husband has a video from years ago, and I look miserable being there. And when he showed me that, it literally flipped something in my brain. I was like, oh my gosh, I, how would I feel as a wife if I was with my husband and he looked so unhappy to be there? That would break my freaking heart. And I'm like, please delete that video because it makes me feel so bad. But he's like, no, I need to keep it as a reminder for both of us. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, well that played. is true. I get that. But ladies, initiation goes a long way. It really does. I'm preaching mm -hmm. to myself too sometimes. Like, I got to initiate more. I got to initiate more too. Men just want to feel loved and, and wanted. And the best way you can do that is by initiating. Well, you how this is this is how really that's like, how yeah. you caught them, though. Remember, yep. before marriage, you were highly enthusiastic. Oh, for sure. Because that's how you thought you were going to get him and keep him. And, and it, like, oh, it, I got him, so I don't have to do that anymore. Lady, this is the craziest part about this. And I'm going to get to a pretty heavy topic after this, but it's a very, very hard thing for like the maintenance dues to having a relationship. They should be as much, if not more, than what it took to get them. Yes. I'm yes. going to get to a hard line on that one later. But enthusiasm towards sex, good story, by the way. That's an important one is the reality check and accountability to what kind of lover are you really? And you saw you and you're like, I looked miserable. Miserable. And like, could miserable. you imagine if like, you were like, Hey babe, I want intimacy. He's like, Oh my God. Oh, yeah. fine. I don't feel good tonight. I got a headache. Oh, my I, tummy's wrong. I don't feel like it. I like, guess, I guess I'll screw you tonight. Oh, <laughs> Like you would feel absolutely miserable as a woman if your man literally was like, "Yeah, no, I just." Mm. Yep. You were the, you were what, mean to me today, so I don't want to have sex with you. The mentality of women: as soon as she's rejected by her man, what do most women today's instant gratification society do? As soon as they, he's not, they go find someone else that will give them attention. Well, that's emotional cheating. That's emotional cheating. You're cheating. You're cheat, 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 cheat. No, so, I'm not cheating. He's not meeting my needs. Gaslighting my own introspection. So my husband said this and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so brilliant. Women cheating and men cheating are different. Most of the time, because men cheat for the physical. When a woman cheats, it's emotional. So there's a big gap here. Like a man will do it because he's like, okay, maybe I need some attention, but I'm really just trying to feel a connection with somebody and just, and just get off maybe at that point. But women, they start a whole relationship and do this whole thing before they cheat. So honestly, women cheating is worse than men cheating in my opinion. Which means women are the emotional cheaters. They're trying to control their own thing. Yep. Women are yep. trying to shame men for the thing that they do. Exactly. Mm -hmm. exactly. And I get that a lot. I get, well, you know, I did all this thing for, for her and she still cheated. And I'm like, but women are like, oh, but he's just a sly, a sly lion and cheating. And I'm like, yeah, but here's the thing. Like when you don't get what you're seeking, you, you so are easily influenced by attention. So Correct. even still, your husband could give you attention at home. But when you're at work and somebody flirts with you, you're like, oh, 
another another story. I got another story for you. Okay. So my husband calls me beautiful all the time, all day, every day. He thinks I'm the hottest thing on this planet. Okay. But years ago, when he would tell me that, I was like, yeah, okay, you're supposed to say that. You're my husband. But we got kind of like into some things maybe I shouldn't have gotten into. And I started having men message me, give me attention, tell me I was beautiful. And I fell for it. I was like, oh yeah, I am. I am hot. Like all these men are giving me attention. I must be hot. I didn't listen to my husband tell me for 10 years, but the second somebody else did, now I'm like, I'm attractive. I'm beautiful. Why do we do that? Like, come on, ladies. We should not be so enthralled by the attention of other men. We should be enthralled by our husband. The shoulds get dangerous. The shoulds are hard. Again, we're watching the the application of this thing in our lives, like we don't, the psychology world is watching what the fuck is happening to people right now. Oh, this sure. is technology. That's way beyond our evolution as humans. Uh-huh. And so when we're in like small scale, it's a lot easier to manage if it's just like neighborhood or community or even like, you know, city, like we can manage much easier if it's only like up to about 2000 people you even interact with. Right. When it turns into millions to billions, it gets very complicated. And we don't know yet what the ramifications are, but we are paying attention to what do people do when they have these things. And I will point out, it is destroying women way more than men. Oh, for sure. But it's not not even close, but astronomically different. The oh, issues yeah. that are coming into women for self-harm, self-loathing, self-worth, um, for attention, for addiction through social media. Um, oh, it's sure. off the charts what it's doing on women. For men, I think it was a 2 or 3% difference mm. because we really don't fall into it. Even the, the concept of the detriments of pornography versus the detriments of social media. Pornography is not, it, there, the studies have shown it's not all negative. Some relationships have been able to do better with it and they do it together and it's helped in some cases. It's not all, but some it's been a benefit. And also they were like, well, studies, how often are guys doing it? They're like, maybe once or twice a week, maybe. Well, if I called you an addict because you were on social media for 30 minutes a week, would you really be like, that's an addiction? No, I just don't like that you do it. I don't want to compete with another thought. They're trying to control it. But the what are these social ramifications? Now, the guys who were like six hours a day on porn were definitely having issues. Yeah. And the sure. young kids, again, young guys, 13 or wherever, these things were like mobile porn hubs. Like when they did the studies oh, yeah. for teenage boys, these things were just for porn. Sure. First, that's yeah. access to all of it. No question. And mm-hmm. so there's a there's when they have. Hours and hours and hours of just pornography without intercourse or a relationship, it it did start to goof up young boys. Again, it's this has been weaponized, but guys who are like in their like you know later in age twenty, late twenties, into their fifties, it was only maybe a couple times at most in a week, and there was little to no detriment to their psyche. It they weren't fucked up they weren't not able to go to work they weren't able to they they could still sleep they could still work out they still took care of themselves they still took care of their jobs they still did their stuff still took care of the kids everybody was still fine and so it didn't fuck them up it would just be like i needed to like eat a sandwich is the equivalent of this the psychological spike it was the same and so 
with with that element to it. Okay, okay, pornography having its issues. Okay. Well, what is social media doing to our ladies, even our, our preteens and teen girls, all the way up into women? And you're seeing a dramatic decrease in values, a oh, dramatic perfect. increase in self-esteem issues. You're seeing uh-huh. a massive women-to-women increase in cyberbullying. Yeah. You're seeing things go dramatically reckless and painful, exiling, um, close, like uh, un- unfollowing, unliking people, the negativity that women will share through our comment section and through things. We're watching what are women doing? Women in the workplace has become more and more toxic and less and less cooperative. And we're and watching. Also, also I, I've dealt with this, is people reporting you because they don't like what you have to say. Like, literally, I have a circle of friends that I have, and they're all reported because of the things that they say. Mm-hmm. And we get into this power-heavy trip of like, well, if I don't like it, I can just report it or block them or whatever. And it's again, we're going off those emotions. Like, we're letting our insecurities be the driving force for what we do. And even that, I've even pulled men for, Exactly. And I've even pulled my social media audience and they, uh, I said, you know, what do you think is like the biggest downfall of marriage or like what's, what's affecting marriage most? And a lot are saying phones and social media and, yeah. and I get it and I get why. And that's why we have to be able to like, I don't think there's anything wrong with being able to go on the platform, connect with people, maybe, maybe work online, whatever. But there has to be like a, okay, I got to put this down and I got to like live my life. Like Moder- I can't, well, moderation I, I discipline. Yeah. Moderation yeah. and discipline. In order to be able to, to fight distraction, you're going to have to have some sort of moderation or awareness. But the issue is, is remember, if you're in denial, which every woman I've ever worked with operates under denial, their entire system, even makeup itself is considered a system for denial. It's made up. It's yeah. not real. And so denial is the main curse core for every woman I've ever worked with. I have zero exceptions to this. And so if I can't accept the reality of what is, is my core functioning protection system, then you go into denial plus distractions as a recipe for addiction. That's how you do that. And so then what's the addiction then? Well, it can be the comparison curses going into social media. It can be attention becomes the addiction. And also there's a lot of praise for very negative behavior from women, um, especially the feminism things, which is creating narcissistic troves of women. Highly manipulative, um, taking, they will isolate and milk somebody dry and then throw them in the garbage and go to the next one telling them how they were garbage. Like, like this is a very, very toxic behavior that's happening heavily in the female side. And see, this is the thing that I don't think, because, you know, women are out here, oh, men, they're terrible, these guys, blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. A lot of women are turning good guys into bad men because they're tired of dealing with the same bullshit over and over and over again. And, and same with women too, though, you could have a woman who's actually really amazing and she gets with the wrong guy who's been treated bad by the wrong girl. And it's this toxic cycle over and over and over again. And that's why a lot of relationships are going South because we're taking past experiences, past relationships, and we're bringing that into our new one. So it's like, oh, my ex was a cheater and a liar and all this stuff. And so we're bringing that expectation and we have that wall up. We go into a new relationship and we treat them as if they are our ex. We don't give them grace. We don't, we don't trust them. We and always they question need, everything they do. 
Yep. And they need to be the cure for the old person's behavior. But yeah. we don't have any agreements or conversation about it. You just need to know. Right. You just need to know automatically what I've gone through and the stresses that I've been under and the things I've dealt with. Because if you do those things, it's a deal breaker. And, and then you're going to break someone else's heart. And it's I can abuse you. I can abuse you as much as I like because I was hurt from somebody else. Exactly. Exactly. Hurt people hurt people. Justify. You know, we go, we have to, broken people should not be in relationships. Okay. Well, they should not go, go with the controllable, have a better system for vetting. So you can recognize a broken person. Okay. Yes. I'll go with that. Because remember, when I, when I actually do real training, it's not about controlling everyone else. It's about how you handle what things are. And so whenever I work sure. with women, I'm like, I would be hard pressed for some of these ladies if I looked at your qualification system for how you chose a mate. If it wouldn't be somewhere on par with like, are you going to cheat on me? They're like, oh, yes. Oh, yes. All your friends. All of them. Maybe your mom. Yep. Yep. You're like, okay. Yep. Do you have reliable transportation? Nope. Going to fuck your car right up. Uh, what's your credit score? 380. Gonna have you co-sign everything and I'm not paying shit. And they're like, when can you start? It's crazy. I'm like, I'm like, or I see a lot of women who have so such low self-worth beaten down from other women that instead of shopping premium for a good man, they go to lost and found and they just try and get a busted ass old one and thinking that they're going to find a guy because they're dating down so far that he'll never leave her. No, you've got an abusive one and you're dating down that when he abuses you, you picked a terrible one on purpose. That or was... like you want a project like, oh, I'm going to fix him or we're broken together so we can heal together. Yeah, but that's the problem is you're bringing toxic things from both sides into it and you're just creating a shitstorm of toxic toxicity. Like literally, you're just which which leads which leads to one of the biggest issues I have. I, I didn't finish, I got two more things on my list, but it leads to one of the biggest issues I had for um I've been doing this for years. People don't know why I really do real deep work. I do deep work transformational work. You know, like it transcends psychology, coaching, and all this stuff. The stuff I do is insane. And I was having a, a little bit of a crisis because I was realizing I was causing far more divorces than saving marriages by like mm. a large margin. It was becoming noticeable yeah. that there were more couples splitting than staying together after they trained with me. Uh -huh. There's a video of it. It's up on there where I was in a group of guys and I was sitting in a hotel room talking with like a large group of men on, a, on a advanced training. And I'm like, I'm a little worried that I'm doing a disservice to you guys. And they were all like, you stop right there. There's like, you are the reason I'm no longer in a toxic relationship. I was unhealthy and I chose an unhealthy partner. Now, women have hypergamy, which means for the most part, they date equal or up, which means yep. they were dating at least equal. And I was a very unhealthy man. And they chose an equally unhealthy woman. That mm. means we have an unhealthy relationship. And then yep. one person works with me and becomes a confident, healthy, strong leader, a pack leader, a good man, honorable, noble. He will preside. He will protect. He will provide. He is good. And he's with a woman who's still unhealthy, expecting him to treat her like a fucking princess when he's now gone, like, I'm no longer this piece of shit I was. I'm a good man now. But now I need a good woman. And they're like, I will not budge. 
I will not grow. So, I will not take accountability. I will not be authentic. I will not show empathy. I will not even change one thing. And they'll start sabotaging him to make him feel shamed, blamed, and judged to pull him back down to her level. And my men go, no, you have to. Uh, so this, and I love that you said that because part of what I do when I, when I coach people or, or counsel people and give them advice is they're like, well, what should I do? Like my spouse isn't changing. They're not taking accountability, whatever. And I was like, okay, here's, here's the deal. You have to work on you. You have to grow your yourself as a human being, as a person, you have to grow and change and become accountable. Right. Because one of two things is going to happen. And this is for husbands or wives. I don't care who you are. This is for everybody. Okay. When you start to elevate yourself and become better, one of two things is going to happen. They're either going to be like, oh shit, they're leveling up. I got to level up too. Or you're going to grow apart and you're going to realize exactly what you need to know. So when people are like, should I get a divorce? I'm like, I I'm not going to tell you to get a divorce. That is not my place. Pray about it. You got to figure that out for yourself. But what I can tell you is you need to work on becoming the best version of yourself. And because and, that's what happened with us. My husband was like, you know, uh, these are the things that that I see that are flaws. The intimacy is a problem, like all these different things. And I was like, well, these are the things I'm seeing in you. And so when he pointed out these things to me, I'm like, what if, what if I just became extremely accountable for my thoughts and actions? And instead of just deflecting and getting defensive, I just like own up to stuff. And he said, when he saw me leveling up, he goes, oh shit, she's, she's game. Okay. I got to level up too. So we're now in this, this constant battle of leveling up and okay, we're out serving each other. How can I serve you? Oh no, I'm going to serve you. It's funny. Like I love serving my husband his plate, okay? Some people think that's weird. Some people think that I love making his plate and serving it to him. I love it. People get on me for that. He's a grown man. He can do it himself, whatever. But we fight to take each other's dish to the sink. Like, I will go and grab me and say, no, 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 no. I'm like, no, no, no. And like, we, it's, it's something we do. But we're trying to level up and be better for the other person. The worst thing you can do is not become a better person. I don't care who your spouse is. You should always become better despite what they're doing. And if you can do that and you can grow and become better, if for some reason you're splitting, you're becoming better for the next person and you can move on. But if you stay stuck and you're like, oh, I can't, I don't want to level up. It's hard. Life is hard. Get over it. Like elevate, become better. Well, you chose at that point to make yourself not qualified for the prince, for the king. You have chosen I don't want this position. And you want to still be the princess who takes and not the queen who gives. Well said. That's and a good, you bonded on that one. That was good. Yeah. I mean, and that, but seriously, when people are like, but what made you take accountability? Like, that's my question I get asked the most. What made you take accountability? And I was like, the fact that I was about to lose everything because I was being a dumbass. Plain and simple. Rock bottom I realized. matters. It is important. And, and this is something where with a lot of the couple, especially women, remember, women live in denial, accountability, authenticity, empathy. If any woman can do these three, I, be, I built a women's group and that's the three foundational things. This will put you in a single digit woman. You'll be in top 10% if you can do these three things, accountability, authenticity. And if you can have empathy for your man, you are in one of the greatest women on earth. You're top tier. You're that unicorn wife. You we always became, talk about 
Everyone's like, you're a unicorn wife. I'm like, listen, I love the title, but I don't want to be a unicorn. I want uh, all women to be like this. That is my goal is to help women become the best version of themselves for their husbands. Well, that's, according that's to this aside, you're black sheep at the moment. So I'm in the same boat where I'm hurting black sheep at the moment. When I find the women who are sick of the bullshit, even their own. Yep. I'm putting them in because yep. a lot of the girls had the same thing that you had is I can't trust other women. They're mm-hmm. catty. They're too timing. They're shady. Yep. They um, talk behind each other's backs. They gossip. They put each other down. They um, bully behind the scenes. They are always comparing. They're like, can we just get a loyal friend for a while? Yeah, for sure. So exactly. I, I started pushing women towards a group like this because they're tired of that behavior too, which puts them in like, we're not part of the regular herd. We're the black sheep for what is regular and which is really disappointing is to go, well, what's regular gossip, betrayal, shadiness, selfishness, all of these behaviors that are regular ladies, this is your chance. This is your chance. Ladies, you have people who have fought for you to have equality. You have people who have fought for you to have a voice. You have people who have fought for you to have a chance to lead. You have people who have like, we'll give anything to show that women, if we are in control, the abuse will stop. There will be nurture. There will be compassion. There will be kindness. There will be empathy. There will be love. There will be, we will show you how to lead. Men were brutal leaders and they were abusive monsters. If we only had our shot, we'll show you how it should be done. And ladies, you're in the middle of the experiment right now that if we give women the chance, what do they do with it? They destroy other women. Destroy other women. (laughs) Just look at your comment section. They're not, they're not girl power. They're ripping you apart. That's what girls do when they have equality and a chance. What are they doing? They're destroying their sons. They're destroying their men. They're destroying their husbands. They're destroying everything for selfishness swipe right get more it's all about me and if i don't get my needs met i'll go get another one ladies you're showing us your cards if we give you the wheel you're showing us what you do if you have control and if you have power and if you have authority and it's becoming abusive you know what's really sad to me because I, I love marriage. I love talking about marriage. And the trend on my platform now is men are saying, don't get married. There's no benefit. Do not get married. And honestly, I, mm-hmm. I used to get really mad at that. I'm like, no, don't tell people that. But I'm like, mm-hmm. I get it now. Like, I see that there is no, there's not a lot of benefits for men in marriage anymore. There it's, really it's, isn't. It's become tricky. So I'm not um, red pill or MGTOW. Like, I don't go that direction. But they do have good mm-hmm. points. You know, Mm -hmm. so like the rich Coopers and the the guys who are out there who are like marriage, stupid. It's bad business deal. If you remove emotion, what's the business deal? I'm like, all right, Christina, here's the sale. We're going to get together. I get all of your resources. I get all of your provisions. I get all of your stuff. Everything you have becomes mine. I can at any point in this deal do anything I fucking want to you. I can go and cheat on you. I can steal your shit. I can fuck you over. I can abuse you. I can do anything I want to you. And guaranteed from this point on, you will lose all of your things that you have. I will then get money that you'll pay me for so I can go be with other people after you. And 
I will be, I have any children that we have will be weaponized against you. Yep. And that means and you, they will be mine. <laughs> I, I will get them. You can't even fight it. Even if I'm a terrible person and you're a good person, I just right. win. And you have yep. to pay me for them. And you can't see them except for when I tell you to. And I am going to make it very difficult for you to be a good mother. I am going to guarantee it is going to be a nightmare to be a good mother. I will ruin. I will talk bad about you to the kids. When they see you, I'll they're going to hate you. you. Yep. Yep. And I'm going to do my, and I have no consequences. I have, I can make up any reason. I can go cheat on you and you give me half your retirement and you pay for my alimony. I can go do anything I want. And Who you'll be punished. You'll be punished, punished. Even if I cheat on you or leave you or destroy the relationship, you still pay yep. for it. Yep. When, when and it's funny, do we sign up? Isn't it like seventy percent of women actually initiate divorce? Yep, because they're getting they're getting prizes. They get it. Is, they it get has become prize. it has become you get a treat for bad behavior for women. Again, there's a lot. If you look at the men's rights activists that are the loudest right now, it's women because they're going, "Hey, ladies, whoa, 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 you are fucking us up right now." Yep. This, yep. I've been saying this for a couple of years. Just look at the writing on the wall. In the next handful of years, women get annihilated and they're setting themselves up for it. I have three teenage daughters. Sure. I do not want this outcome. This isn't me being sexist. I just I see the writing too. on the wall. I agree. They will lose privileges. It will get complicated because it goes one of two ways here. We either just go straight 50-50 and women get fucking blasted or women lose privilege and they no longer get a say because they cannot handle responsibility and power and they have now been removed. And we have done the experiments long enough to know it turns into universe 25 and we become extinct if women call the shots. Facts. This is not good for ladies. Also, no. with the transgender stuff too, Women don't even have a trophy anymore. So the guys will just win everything. Don't get me even started on that topic. I'm just too saying, close to home. I've got transgender friends and they're even they don't like I some have of this shit. They don't even like this shit. It's going way wrong for everybody. And so it's it's these kinds of behaviors that we're watching that I'm like, this is bad for ladies. And right now, the guys, there's good guys, the Me Too phase and all that stuff. The guys are coming out going, we don't like that either. We want to be good men. We want to be good fathers. We want to be good. And women are now using authority as the reason to do maximum damage to yep. good men. Yep. Now, there yep. are bad guys out there. I'm not defending oh, the bad sure. ones. In fact, the bad for guys sure. hate me. They don't like me because I call their shit out. They don't like me. But good men, good men are in tough fights with bad women and bad women with no consequences will do maximum evil. This is yep. exposing you ladies. This isn't, this is going to be glorified by the, the, the small groups. And later the masses will go, we can't give women authority. They just destroy everybody. We can't. I mean, let, let's be real. Like if we go back to the beginning, who ate the apple? Who, I mean, just prove right there that you, even something as simple as just don't eat from this tree. Like you have every other tree. But this is the one well, you can't I, have. I'll be a little bit, I, I'm a little bit uh, different on this one. I understand the story for Adam and Eve. I get it. 
But when it comes down to this one, can we just be fair, at least in Eve's favor a little bit here? Who could outsmart an archangel who knows all when you've never even heard a lie before? That is true. Like, let's be That's real. True. If if I had Lucifer come down, that boy would be convincing. <laughs> like, he's he's very, very, very convincing. So I can't and, really fault her for that. On, it's not all on Eve either. I get it. Because if you honestly look at the story... Adam was informed of this before Eve was ever created. Adam, Adam, fu- well, no, well, Adam fucked up pretty hard, but he had to make a tough choice. And I, you could look at it. I even wrote a thing for Adam and Eve where this is arguably a very romantic situation because mm-hmm. Eve got deceived by an archangel who is way smarter than her by a astronomical amount. It's not even a saint. It's not. A, it's 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 a it's a university professor, brilliant PhD convincing a three-year-old to get candy like it's not a fair argument so she's deceived adam he did one of these things where he's like oh no fuck babe why did you we knew not to oh if i do this shit i know that we lose everything and God's going to do this, but you're my girl, but God, and oh, he's weighing shit out. He didn't go, you eat an apple? I'll eat an apple. He didn't do that. Adam is like, son of a bitch. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I know how this goes. I know what this means. I know what happens if I do this. And so now I have to choose sacrificing my job, my purpose, my, my reason for existence, paradise itself, everything that I have, everything that I am, everything that's good, my God, my everything for my girl right now. I have to sacrifice. I, I name the animals and I, I, I am a man. That's I serve God. I do this every single ounce of what I am as a person. I now have to sacrifice all of it to be with my girl. He's like, fuck. He chose. He wasn't deceived. He wasn't tricked. He wasn't, he wasn't fooled. He was like, I absolutely know what this is. He's like, baby, I love you so fucking much. I'm about to betray everything I am for you. And that's why Adam got fucked up. It's because yeah. he knew and did it. She got tricked by an archangel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't, she, she didn't have that's a fucking, she didn't have a fighting fucking chance. Now I'm not saying she didn't do her <laughs> shit. I'm just saying that's not really a fair fight. And at that point, my opinion, listen, I'm pro God. He's my boy. I think there's a lot of flaws with how we interpret shit. In my opinion, God should have been like, I'm not going to be punishing all of mankind who had a chance against an archangel in an argument. Who had, that's, I mean, that's kind of fucked. Like, that's not really fair. <laughs> so that's I'm, like, true. I'm like, he didn't, neither of them could have out debated him. He was, he helped right. create everything. He was part of it. So, right. I have a little bit of a gripe in some of those areas where, you know, even Jesus dying, I have my own thing for. Cause I'm like, Jesus had to die for all our sins to reset all of it. Because when Adam died, he created sin and all that shit. I'm like, well, who made the rule? After Adam and Eve did that, who made the rule for like everyone's in sin? Who made that rule? Well, God did. Well, then why has Jesus got to die to break God's rule? Because isn't that 
God's game just like hey. very complex. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm like I'm scratching my head a little bit. So the Adam and Eve thing for like who opened Pandora's box and almost every religion does have like the women are the reason why everything is fucked. Like it doesn't matter what it is. Almost every religion well, has women made of problems. It takes two. It does take two. Like it's not just one or the other. Are are is there a majority of women doing a lot more damage? Yes, absolutely. But it's also in how we respond to things too. Like, I think we got to put that on the table is like, so one thing I always teach my kids is just because someone does something to you, how you respond is literally everything. And it's the same thing in your marriage, how you respond to the, the things that happen to you is where is what is what comes down to it. Like, okay, I can choose. I actually made a video um, that talks about like, okay, Hey, I, um, I pick up my husband's, Dirty clothes, he leaves next to the basket. He leaves beer on the sink. Like, I wipe it down. Like, all this kind of stuff, right? And everybody got upset because they're like, oh my gosh, your husband's lazy. You have to, he's not your child. You have to serve him. But not everybody, not everybody, not everybody, (laughs) everybody Everybody who's pissed, everybody who's pissed said that, right? But I was like, you missed the point. The point was, I get to choose how I respond. Okay. My husband actually does more for me than I do for him a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Does he leave his dirty laundry everywhere? Sometimes, okay? But so do I. My point was in saying, I could either nag him and be like, oh my God, you left your beard hair everywhere. Oh my God, you left the seat up. Oh my God, you did all this stuff. Or I could just say, you know what? Maybe he had a long day. Let me just do it. And 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 not close to think about it. It's how we respond to situations that determine where things go. So we can sit here all day and point blame and nag and be controlling and all this stuff. But how you respond is everything. This is called the Epictetus Compass in my program. Epictetus, a Stoic philosopher, you know, over 2,000 years ago, he had a quote and it was uh, it was more gender. It was more like, you know, circumstances do not define a man. They reveal him to himself. So let's just PC it up a little bit. Your circumstances do not define you. They reveal you to yourself. And so here you are in a circumstance where your husband does certain things. He sacrifices day, and then you just take care of a few things when he gets home. Now you're seeing the women who are bitching, complaining, nagging. He shouldn't do that. He should be a grown man. He's he's, you're not his mother. All of these things. He's a child. You have another child. (laughs) But look, look at all of the judgments being thrown around as though because they're mean, because they're cold, because they don't have compassion or empathy, because they don't know you or don't understand you, they're revealing them to themselves. You're not a nice person because you wouldn't like being treated the way you treat people. You speak in blame, shame, and judgment, yet you feel like because you're opinionated, you should be an authority of how Christina and her husband live their lives. Exactly. But, But you would hate being told by someone who doesn't know you at all how to be. You've revealed you to yourself. Do you see you? And your comment section, ladies are, this is why I say denial is the main, the main curse. They feel completely justified in speaking in cruelty as though there should be no accountability to the way that they treat others. And as it stands, there is no consequence. It's glorified behavior until it's going to hit the wall and the guys who protect, the guys who provide, the guys who are good men are all going to say, we don't need you at all. 
Yep. Like that is so true. Real talk, real talk. And I'm not even pro this. I'm just, I'm, I'm in the psychology world. You ladies will be competing with sex dolls soon. Real, oh. it, it's going to be yeah. a legit competition too, because they're going to AI future models of these things. And it's not just about the physical element. These ladies, these, these dolls are going to know their whole personality type, their profiles. They'll listen to understand. They'll be interactive in a way that's more compassionate, understanding. You will actually have real competition and it won't even be a real person. Yep. You ladies are setting yourselves up for failure. Exactly. They're doing it to themselves because if we're honest, men don't need women. They don't. They can do everything by themselves. They can't have, obviously, they can't have kids without a woman, and women can't have kids without a man. But besides but that point... We're getting to an incubation point, though, where, well, if we have an egg, we we may not need a woman. That, that is true. <laughs> it's getting but, there. That's not healthy, yeah. but it's getting there. Right. We're, we're at the point where people are so sick and tired of dealing with this crap that they're like... I, it's honestly more beneficial for me. Like I said, to stay single is what a lot of these men are saying. They're like, yeah. I can cook by myself. I can clean. I go to work and, and provide a paycheck. I can buy my own home. Yep. I have a dog and I have a hand. I'm good. Or well, an artificial wife, whatever the so, case. Well, guys are unifying right now. My men, mm-hmm. yeah. even, even my men, like when I was looking up the emotional cheating element, I realized myself included and my men, we were all emotionally cheating with the brotherhood of men. Because it was the only place anybody was compassionate about your heart. Like, bro, you got a broken heart today. Dude, I'm with you, man. Hey, how can I be there for you? Man, I'll just stay up all night and hang with you so you don't feel like alone, man. I got you. Like, we're just hanging with each other. Just do. You're valuable to me. You're important, man. You're one of us, bro. Like, we were realizing that all of the emotional support that we needed from our partner was coming from brothers. Just like like a guy was like, dude, I just got blasted today. Dude, like, man, my heart's with you, bro. That sucks. I hear you, man. Man, how can I be That's, there for you? What do you need? And it's crazy that women don't think men have empathy or feelings because we they have, really do. We have massive empathy. Women just don't acknowledge because they blame, shame, and judge these days. Yep. Remember, when you started That's- taking accountability, you started seeing your man's heart. Oh, absolutely. And uh, let me tell you, let me tell you this. My husband thought for years that he could not tell me or talk to me about things because he was going to be judged, shamed, whatever. So when I came to him and I said, I want you to know that you can tell me anything and I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to shame. Talk to me like we're best friends. Gender not involved. Just talk to me like we're friends. Talk to me like, like, and when we did that and I said that, I have never seen my husband open up more because Mm -hmm. what is it? I mean, I'm sure you've heard this too. I don't tell my wife things because she ends up using it against me later. It is or absolutely. Telling, what you know? You, what, you know what we say? About it. Do you know why your guy doesn't talk to you? Because you're not safe to talk to. Exactly. If they know that when you talk to them, you're going to go and tell your mother and your coworker and your cousin and everybody about it, and you don't get to say you're part of the story. That's why I honestly, when I talk to couples, I'm like. Your relationship is between you two. And if you have either a pastor or a coach or a counselor, that's who needs to be in your marriage. Not your mom, not your sister, not your best friend, not your cousin, not nobody. Because here's the thing. When you go to your whoever about a situation, they're obviously going to side with you. They're biased. Mm -hmm. You're their best friend, of course. If you tell them, oh my God, my husband did this, they're going to go, oh, 
screw him. No, 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 don't, don't stand for that. Right. The agreeableness. Then you can go home and fix the situation, but your best friend's already built a case against him Correct. in her head. And then when you're everything's good with you, she's still like, oh, that son of a bitch. And then you go back six months later and you talk about someone. I told you to leave him six months ago. They're building a case. It's we gotta leave other people out of our marriage. Because honestly, when you put people into your marriage, you're causing for disaster every time. Because one, people don't necessarily think the way you do, they don't have the same values as you, and they're going off their jaded view and perspective of whatever they've dealt with. Correct. Like, Boys, don't do this, just so you know. And ladies, I'm listen, I run both men and women's groups. Ladies, you have to really do work to stop them from doing this. Men, do not do this, ladies. If you think men's groups just get together and bitch about you, you don't know what you're talking about. We removed all of that portion out of the program because men don't do that. Men will come and go, guys, here's my scenario. And I felt like it was really fucked up. But what do you guys see? And you'll see guys who give 10 different points of view, some empathizing with her, some empathizing with him, some being completely down the center. You'll see all these different points of view and go, all right, now pick which one feels the most right for you. Because a smartest man is a guy who can see it from the most perspectives. And so yeah. men, that's what we do for each other. And then we go, now pick which one feels right, bro. You're like, that's it. And I go, man, I didn't think about that one for how she sees it. That's a good call. That really calms me down, man. Good call. You know, we look out for each other in that way. Women, yep. screw him, leave him, swipe right, get another one. I just left mine. You should just leave yours. No exactly. thoughts. No. And we're also getting advice from people, like I said, with jaded opinions. But oh, my God. It's, cra it's crazy, too, because. It's supposed to be edify in public and correct in private, right? Well, for men, yeah, sure. I know my, whenever people talk to me that I've hung out with my husband, they're like, your husband speaks so highly of you. Like he talks about you all the time. He loves you. He speaks so well of you. But then you hear about a woman talking about her husband and she's berating him and she's bashing him and she's calling him out. It should, we should be edifying our spouse. Despite the flaws, we all have flaws. We need to be encouraging supporting loving and edifying our spouse to the to the people around us we're revealing ourselves factual yes absolutely we reveal that again like that you reveal you to yourself if you go and talk behind people's backs you gossip you complain you nag you bitch it's not everyone is wrong it's you're showing you who you are showing your true colors and now this is why i say women gaslight their introspection they don't call what they're doing bad, but they hate when they see someone else do it. Of course. That's the denial. That's the core curse for all women. Yep. Is I cannot be truthful even to myself about my own behavior because it will hurt my feelings. You should love me for who I am. And I'm a pretty princess. You should just give me. And if you don't just give me, I'll find someone who will. Exactly. That's... And then how many later does it take to get to somebody who's finally willing to put up? <laughs> Which, oh, good hit. And then also, women are also trying to say, I want you to measure me for what my value and worth is. And guys are like, you want you, you don't want me to love you for who you are? You want me to love you for what you provide? Well, this 50-50 thing is fucking awesome. Let's do it. <laughs> right. Let's, you want to compete with me? You're out your damn mind. Let's go. You just want a trophy. You don't want to compete. This this makes me think though of like conditional and unconditional love, right? There's no. I, I know, oh, we're gonna get in. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, I think I'm it's saying, all Chris conditional. Rock said it best. Chris Rock said it best. 
women, children and dogs are loved unconditionally, but men, they're loved with condition. Well, they're loved for what they are. And what they can provide. Yeah, men are loved for what they provide. I don't yes. I don't think there's anything as unconditional love. I don't think everything's got a condition. There's some condition to it. For sure. And so I've we I've got a, a spirit I got a guy who's a doctorate in theology, um, and I've got a guy who's like a pastor at Dead Sea Scrolls who run my spirit side stuff for my guys. Like we get into the deep spirit talk, not just religion, like energy, spirit, source, like a God. We get into all of it, and um, that's why we don't judge our journey in the warrior's way mindset. Like you'll find it, you just keep finding. You'll find God. Just keep searching, keep going. You'll find the source at some point. Start with the law of attraction. I don't care. Start with manifestation. Start with karma. I don't give a shit. You'll find it. Just keep going. Anyways. And so when we started getting into, um, uh, well, we just talked about this. We had, I went into the theology. I went into, what was I just, we were just on a topic. I just lost it. Conditional, unconditional love. Yes. Thank you so much. Well played. All right. So, um, we got into unconditional love, unconditional love. And I'm like, I'll be very open with you. I don't know what that is. I don't have any context to it. I've never received it. And they're like, well, God gives unconditional love. I'm like, maybe after Matthew in this book, but pre-Matthew in this thing, God's flooding people, burning down places, blowing shit up, killing armies, letting guys get hit in the face with rocks and their heads cut off. Like Samson's knocking buildings down on people. There's God's whooping ass in the first half of this thing. Yeah, so, and then that seems like a condition. He was picking sides. Pharaoh had plagues on this boy. He was picking sides. And so that seems pretty conditional. Hmm. If you lived in Sodom and Gomorrah, there uh, was yeah. conditions. Mm-hmm. He had like, hey, I got some lines here. That's conditions. And if you don't like it, I'm going to rain fire think, and brimstone I from think- the sky. I think the sin part of it, though, is what breaks that. It's like there. I don't know. I mean, that's a great point. It's like, but I think that's exactly why Jesus came to. uh, Still a condition. Even in Revelation, there's going to be a harvesting, you know, the the wheat from the weeds, uh, the sheep from the goats. Well, that's a condition. He's going to stay like, hey, you're good. You're not good. There's conditions. And so now can he forgive? I have a very different, you know concept for the forgiveness element yeah you can forgive but to say no conditions at all yeah if you you're full-blown anti-god and against him that's a condition he doesn't like he's a jealous god yeah for sure that's a condition you can't pick a different god and say like yeah i'm still good with you but i don't like you i picked this god he's like that's a condition yeah so i don't know what unconditional love is because even my baby i love her but there are conditions. And I get that point. I get that point. There's certain I things I know I can't I, do. I think I think it's more like this. Like, it's kind of more like I love you for what you can provide rather than what, like, just who you are as a person. And we get a lot on the topic of, like, um, narcissist abuse, that kind of stuff. Well, how can I, how can I love that person if they're doing these things to me? Because the thing is we have to love the person, not the sin. Obviously we don't like the behavior, but the point is to love the person for who they are. Do they have flaws? Do they have things that they're dealing with? The struggles? Absolutely. But at the same time, we have to be, we can't just be like, okay, well you have all these things. So screw you. I, I just can't love you because of these things. Now, of course we all, 
in our minds, we all have our thing that will break us, right? We all have the thing that this is a deal breaker. Like if you do this, you're done, right? And I get that. But we also have to understand that people, like they go through things, they experience life and they have things that wear on them harder than maybe like, I, I wouldn't necessarily understand um, going to a job all day like my husband does. He works a hard physical job. He works with a boss who sucks. Like, I don't necessarily understand or deal with that. So when I'm trying to counsel him and tell him things like, oh, hey, like, it's okay. Like, not a big deal. He's like, no, you can't understand. So for me, when I, when we talk about this conditional love, like, I can understand loving somebody through a hard time. But yes, there is a point where you're like, mm, I don't know, like, I can't. I, maybe I can't agree with you on that. I can't love you in that in that way of being. Like, and I tell my husband this. We had this conversation yesterday. I love you, but some days I don't like you, and that's okay. Okay, I'm like, and I'm sure there are some days that you didn't like me, but we still love you. But you can't treat a person like they're a second class citizen in their own home just because you don't agree with everything that they do, or you don't necessarily understand why they're doing the things they do. Because sometimes my husband gets mad about things, and I'm like, why are you so mad? I don't understand it, but he's mad for a valid reason. Maybe I don't agree with the way he gets mad or or, or that kind of thing. And maybe he doesn't understand what I do, but you still well, got to love beyond those bounds. What other emotion is okay for him to show when things are catastrophically not okay? Can he just break down and start ugly face crying over things at work? <laughs> Baby, I mean, my job is so hard. It's so hard. Would that be like I mean, totally? My never would, but if he did, like, well, 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 you say that, and this is where women say that until it happens. And I talked to guy after guy after guy who's like, she said she wanted me more, more, more vulnerable. She said she wanted me to open up to her. She said she wanted me to unload, and uh -huh. I did that. And they got friend zoned, sleep in separate bedrooms, and then she left him for another guy, all pivoting from the moment he became undesirable to her when he showed, mm -hmm. I am not the strong one to lean on. I am not the foundation because I ugly face cried over something you didn't deem enough for. If I, if it's, if it's me and my honest opinion, if a guy can cry in front of me and show that emotion, I find that. Attractive. Oh, I'm not talking about one beautiful stoic tear when no, the when the deer dies at the end of the movie. I'm talking about I can't handle this. Like ladies, like, don't do okay. well with it. If it's every day. Oh, I see now now we start getting how much frequency is okay. Because here's the thing is <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. My husband is a strong man. He doesn't like to show emotion, but I give him that space to do it if need be. But he's not one who feels the need to have to do that. Are there he men does. out there that maybe do that? He, he does. He does. Women don't give empathy to men, though. So he can't be open the way you think he should be. There's too much judgment, not enough empathy. When I did the video, and I've been training this for years, which is why it blew up even on the To Be Better podcast, men have to lean into anger. We, it's the only option we're trained from teenager to even do. We have to, because if we go into depression and if we go into sadness, it is shamed and judged. We are rejected. We are thrown away. We are discarded and we are unworthy across the board. We learn at a young age, tears leave you lonely. We learn. So we take all of that energy 
and convert it into anger. Why anger? Because anger gives you respect. Anger will back a motherfucker off. Anger looks like you know what you want because you're loud, you're boisterous, you make yourself bigger. Like your anger you're looks like, yeah, you got, you've got, I've got power. I will force things to be. It can come off as like he knows what he wants. You know what's really funny though is I actually duetted that video y'all did, and I was oh, like, did you? oh my gosh, that even light bulb for me. I was like, oh my gosh, men that- don't cry. They, they anger, anger instead of crying. And I was like, anger oh. is how we cry. We convert our tears to anger because anger gives us a better result. So when he's really going through it, anger is how we cry is a real thing for men. That's yeah, the I only that. thing we're allowed to do. So this is where I say the empathy for women. If your guy is like, oh, I'm so mad, like he's mad, instead of going, oh, you're bad, you don't control your anger, go, he may be sad and his heart is hurt. Yep. If I you agree can, because- if you switch it, ooh, the whole game gets different because now you don't look at someone with judgment. You look at them with compassion and go, baby, baby, what happened? And I'm here for you. Instead of going like, you're an asshole. Yes, yes, I agree. Because even just yesterday, my husband was having an off day. He wasn't, he was mad about something. And he got upset because I, he knew that he was upset. He knew what he was upset about and he knew the way he was upset about it. And so I came to him and saying, like, let's talk this out. Let's, let's, and he's like, it doesn't matter. I don't want to talk about it. But I'm like, but you need to talk about it. I know you need to talk about it because you got to get it off your chest. You got to get it out. If you hold it in, you're going to, you're going to make it even worse. (laughs) You're going to make it even worse. So you're, you're forcing compliance to make it so that he does what you think he should do in the middle of him saying what he needs. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, he's like, give me some space. Let me chill it out. I got it. I don't need anything. And you're like, no, what you need to do is you need to talk about it. You need to let it out. You need to do this. He's like, no, I didn't ask you what I needed. I told you what I needed. Let me cool down. Give me my space. I've got this. No, you need to talk it out right now. That's a toxic trait. That's my toxic trait. Because, and 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 now that you're saying that, what I'm feeling like is we're doing what we, we want to do what we need to do. We need Correct. to let it out. We need to vent. Correct. And we want them to not necessarily fix it. We just want them to feel for us, right? And well, so we which, get upset. Which guys too. we're not built for, but can do. We don't yes. like it, but we can do it. But here's the thing I've learned with that, because we do something called fix it or feel it. Like, okay, is this a fix it situation or a feel it situation? So I know. But and we end up when we're feeling, we fix it because we talk ourselves into whatever we were freaking out about. I have a theory for that. We'll get back to the anger of Ben in a second, but I have a theory for that. I believe men need men and women need women and women need to get healthier, period, especially for other women, because I think that women can vent to other women and that's okay. But then take the two things after your 10 vents, take your two things you actually do want fixed and then bring those to your husband. Cause we don't do as well with 10 or 11 things. Give me the two and I got you, babe. Yeah. But yeah, if you do exactly. the 10 things, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. And they're all like off the wall, different things. And you're like, these don't even make sense to me. 
Yeah, because it's all different categories, but women have them all linked to an emotion. So it could be just frustration. And you go, my frustration is the kids relate to school. Your mother-in-law calls too much. Um, I don't like the way that work does this thing. And then my show got canceled. And then this thing. And you're like, these are all the frustration. And you're like, the guy's like, these are all totally different things. What are you working on? And we understand it because it's it's us, but they're like, that's like a whole compound of problems in one. like. Let's yeah. tackle one of them. Even even with my baby, I love her. And I'll write down her stack. I'll start. I'm like, here's your stack. I'm listening. I'll just listen and document. And then I'll go like, okay, this is 10 different topics. Let's go back on the first one. What did you mean by this? And then I just go to another page because I know it's going to be a whole new stack of all different things. And then yeah. I'll pick one and then it'll be a whole nother stack. And we yeah. never actually get anywhere. No, we never fix the problem. We're just venting about things. And so when I talk to people, I'm like, listen, I'm all fine with having a five-minute pity party where you just vent and you get upset. But if you're going to come to me, have a solution. We're not just going to sit here and cry and vent about it. We're going to actually figure the frick out what we're doing. Like, we're going to have a resolution to the problem. That's the thing I cannot stand. Well, that, when you have a problem. Then maybe you, you and your problem. That's you and your masculine energy, though. That's you and your masculine. That's Fix the fucking problem. Fix the fucking problem. Like, yeah. hold, hold on. Get yeah. in flow, girlfriend. Get in flow. Slow down. It's okay. It's you, you're trying to fix okay. the problem. No, no, no. Just be there for it. Be there. The, the ladies, the ladies side the is actually, if, if you, if ladies get in their feminine, it's a lot less stressful. Oh, for sure. And that's where for I'm sure. watching, you know, you watch like how much are you trying to control things? Show us how much you're not in your energy. Now, mm. I, I'm not big on polarization, but I do acknowledge it exists. Like there is, there are elements that do seem genuine that if done in an authentic way does work. Now it's not universal. Mm-hmm. Some people in polarization right. will say the men do this, the women do this. There are exceptions to all relationships. Some people oh, really sure. do find it's authentically compatible with certain traits, you know, mm-hmm. so it's not perfect, but I do believe that there's merit to it. But when right. women try to control things, I believe, again, I don't think they're built for leadership. They don't have empathy for a member of their pack, and they can't control their emotions enough to be in control of everything. And when they are in control of everything, they get overwhelmed and fall apart. Yep. Well, those aren't leadership yeah. traits. That's just traits. Those aren't leadership traits. And Some so of them are toxic traits. <laughs> well, they become unhealthy because they're not built to process how men do. Men compartmentalize and we process in a way that's very, very different, which allows us to be more logical and yep. make a better outcome of what is right decision, not a who is right decision for the pack. For sure. For and sure. so that's why this isn't even biblical. That's just how do we operate as people? I'm like, I don't think I'm being coached right now. Like, I feel like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't. I was excited to be coached on this call. I was I was coming on here to give my my viewpoint, but I, this is good. This is why I like this like collaborative culture style thing because there's things that I learn, and maybe there's things that you learned or sparked a, sparked a thought or whatever. And that's why I love these because even the master can be schooled. Well, we all we're experts in different pieces. I'm not a relationship coach. I'm a, I work in the psychology world, so I'm observational and have high discernment. And so Mm -hmm. I, and I work on the self element on both. Whenever I work Mm -hmm. with relationships, it's a little more complicated. So I'm not, I don't like to work with relationships. I, even when I do, 
She's on her missions. He's on his missions. And they are not the same. Yep. Most you of know? the time. <laughs> and so that's where, like, I work with people for themselves. I, you, that's why I work with majority men on purpose. I'm building mm-hmm. the leadership, healthy pack leaders. Remember, the boys are conquesting, taking, getting, trying to rack up numbers, getting power, getting money, getting fame. They're trying to get, 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 get. I want to fuck everybody and get all the money. Like, that's boys. But at some point, you get enough or you have a family or you have a child. There's some break point. Same thing with women where the take and get turns into protect, give, yes. build, yes. And uh-huh. support, make sure everybody is good and okay. Like it changes from getting to giving for men. That's uh-huh. why if I see grown guys who are still in boy mentality, they're trying to get theirs, get theirs, get theirs, where men like build others up. A real alpha builds other men up, builds other people up, supports and provides, takes care of, gives to all, serves openly. Real alphas are good men. You know, Absolutely. and so people are trying to say alpha is money. No, it's not. Alpha, alpha is means Yeah, or alpha means aggressive. No, right. that's boy behavior. Yes. Real alphas don't get intimidated by the loud guy who smashes a can on his head. We're like, what a weird behavior, dude. Right, exactly. Can't follow that. Right. You know, and so this is where I look at the behaviors for both the men and the give, the take. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to give. And we're watching people who are in take, 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 take in these relationships and start going like, how do I switch you to give? Because if you, like you said, I really enjoyed how you said we're both trying to outserve each other. Well, if you're in a, in, a, in a mindset of we're both serving each other and our video that we came for, like, what's the reason for a relationship? Like, it needs to be better together than if you just weren't at all. Exactly. And if you're operating you're in a deficit. To, exactly. You're supposed to complement one another, not compete with each other. And I think that's the part well, we miss. I think that you're right. Yeah. Cause people can, people compete and then they think it's supposed to be you complete, which is codependency. And then you're supposed to compliment. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And that's why I like, I, I like finding common answers with other people who are like, we're in the battle too. <laughs> and we figured some shit out when we, when we walked out of hell, yep. Yep. <laughs> we figured it out. We went through the fire, got my fire. We had yep. to do it. <laughs> well, well done. It's good to see you warriors doing what you're doing too. It's very, very cool. So um, I feel like this has gone very, very cool. There's so many pieces that we didn't get to really cross into that I think we could do this for 10 hours. If it's cool with Probably. you, um, I'm going to run this in through my guys and my people, and we're going to post some things up with you. We're going to put clips up for everything on this because I think that we need more women and more men's conversations about this. I need more women to be standing up for the women's side. Mm-hmm. And so if it's cool with you, let's do another one of these. Absolutely. Yeah. So anybody listening to this, we're going to do another one at some point, but I think like now we're like, let's get the, let's get the guns. You're going to have notes ready. You're like, I'm going to kill these topics. I know what I'm going to destroy. And I want to keep going further. Cause there's, I have five pages here that I got just from our conversation that we only got to about a third of the stuff we could have done. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. There's a lot on the topic. So <laughs> hopefully there's, we, we, I would really argue because I was listening to stuff that you were saying, and I know the stuff that I'm saying. If anybody listened to this episode, if you took notes and listened to this episode four or five times, you'd have different stuff you added. 
because you were dropping bombs I think people would miss. And like you were going very quickly and saying things that were profound very fast. Yeah. I, when I get really passionate, I talk really fast. So that's something I have to work on is slow your roll because you want to <laughs> have an impact, right? So that's something that I'm working on. I just get really passionate about certain subjects. And so I just kind of hammer it. So be, be authentic, lean into it. If you're passionate, be passionate. Put put if anybody listens to it, slow it down and take notes. <laughs> because she's on fire. Absolutely. So roll with it. <laughs> um, it's an honor to have time with you. Thank you so much for being on today's episode. We went a couple, well, two and a half hours. And uh, I think that we have more to conquer. And I want more opinions from the women's side, because right now, me being as objective as I can, it's starting to look like women are self-destructive and sabotaging mm -hmm. themselves. And mm -hmm. I'm like, this is not looking beneficial in the future for our ladies and yeah. who gets affected? The the husbands of today and the sons of tomorrow are yes. going to be wiped Absolutely. out. Absolutely. And it's going to do a lot of damage. And the daughters will pay. And there will be a lot of happy cat owners or just happy cats. <laughs> because there's going to be a lot of ladies that just made themselves no longer a part of the dating pool. And I think, too, like I've gotten in the mindset for a while that like I was like, I got to call women out. I got to do all this. But it, it, I'm taking a, a shift in my content where I'm like, instead of like just calling women out, I want to like, let's build you up. Let's help you transform into that woman. I know you can be. You just got to do a lot of work within to get there. Yeah. Because one, it's not fair to your husband for you to be this way, but it's not fair to yourself. I mean, let's be real. Like, Correct. it's not yeah. fair to you to be this way. And just because society puts whatever they put out there I like common and normal things are common, but that doesn't make it normal. <laughs> okay. Like you got to be careful saying, well, I just normal women are like this It's normal. No, it's common, but it's not normal. We should not be this way. We should not be self-destructive. We should not always be in denial. We should not always be pointing blame. We should be saying, how can I better myself as a human? How can I become the best wife, the best mother, the best human friend that I can be? But that takes a lot of realizing what is going on within you. And once you can realize that and start to work on those things, I think we're going to have, I think we could have a shift in society. Honestly, I'm like, I want to change the world. I do. I want to change the world. How we do that? It's small steps at a time. But like, if we could help build up the mentality of women, what could we do? I'm just saying. We'll talk, we we'll, we'll talk more later. There's community stuff that I think we're both doing. If we can combine community options to make it so women have a fighting chance. Cause I don't think we're going to change the whole world, but we can sure put a dent in it, you know? I, and so I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a, there's gotta be a place for the ladies who are also sick and tired of the bullshit to go where you can actually yep. be loyal, honest, open, authentic, uh, accountable, empathetic, caring, and not, you know, gossip or backstab or, or, you know, be do shady or, you know, sleazy behavior to each other and don't compare right. and cut each other down. And like, there's gotta be a place to do this. And so we're building a version of it. And if you have one too, let's make, let's make it so ladies have a damn chance. Um, yeah, let's as much as I got the boys, my boys, I listen, your, your husband with anger stuff, I'll, I'll give them new weapons. He'll be like, I see what I'm doing. I'll help him with that. But there's got to be a place for the ladies because truth is, I'm hard. <laughs> I go rough. Yeah. And so some I'm like it to the point. But I'm sympathetic. I get it. Yeah, they like it to the point if they're with me. But even with my female coaches, we called it hammer and a blanket. I'm going to hit them. 
and they get the blanket and go, it's okay. We all had to go through it. It's okay. Like, (laughs) so uh, let's do some team ups in the future, but this has been really, really fun. Do you have anything that you want to promote at the moment to be able to help more people? Uh, Just follow me on my platforms, guys. Happy spouse.happyhouse on uh, TikTok. Um, You can find me on Facebook, Christina Michelle Robertson. There's a whole story behind that, but I won't go into. And then Instagram, it's Christina.m.robertson. You can find me on there. I put all marriage content out there. Um, I have mostly predominantly men, obviously, because the algorithm is showing men all the stuff. You'd think I have a lot of lady followers, but I do not. And so I'm looking to expand to help all, everybody really, but to really focus on women and help them become better. So if you're a lady watching this, just know I love you with my whole heart. I promise it's not to be mean or judgmental. It's really to help you grow because it's what I needed. And I'm literally talking to my old self when I, when I talk about these things. And that's why I feel like I have the credentials and the space to speak on it because that was me. And I know how to grow and change. Will it be exactly the same for you? No, but we're going to grow. We're going to work on it. Well said. All right. Thank you so much, Christine. I appreciate you very much. Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun. I love it. Click on the button and you can become the hero in your own story. It's time to start making the choices to change. And the evolution that you're going to do begins with choosing the next step. This is the way. And together, we're always stronger.